Wow. You can't start with laughing. I'm sorry. Go back. Try again. No, we don't try do again. That. But now there's weird dead air, and then my laughter, and then no, try again. No, we don't do that here. Thank you. Come again. We don't. Um, it's, it's like um, in um, Civil War when War Machine knelt, and he goes, "We don't do that here." When they knelt to the king. Mm-hmm. Okay. Welcome back to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love but nobody else loves. Um, I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action adventure. We take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see these films on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast you can give these films a second chance. Today's pick... On the podcast... Is Elaine's pick. Freaky Friday? Hey, we did that already. No, but it's like a Freaky Friday. Oh. This is... Switching movies with us? It's like a Freaky Circle. (laughs) Friends, if you don't know what that one is, go back and listen to our Thor Ragnarok episode. Or just watch Thor Ragnarok. I did, the other day. We watched it, not last night, but the night before, where John said, as we're watching it, this might be my favorite movie. And I think he's right. Uh, Shocking, no one. (laughs) Well, no, but like his his number one. Ragnarok. Oh, that's your favorite movie of all time? I don't know. I think it might be, though. I think we get a couple Sambucas in it, you might reconsider. (laughs) Well, it used to be The Godfather for a long time. And then it would would flip flop between, like, The Godfather and Rocky. Die Hard, Lethal Weapon. See, but Thor Ragnarok really has everything. Like, this character does this thing, it's called an arc. Mm -hmm. Most characters nowadays don't do that in movies, they have no arc. Like, the only thing stopping you is because you didn't realize you were super nose. awesome. That's not a character arc. <laughs> you didn't grow. Yeah. Thanks for that. You faced no adversity. A perfect example of this would be Captain Marvel, where she fights the main villain in the opening scene and kicks his ass. Okay. On this episode of John Hates Captain Marvel. Um. <clears throat> I could do a podcast on that hating her. You want to talk about a different movie you hate? Called Freaky Friday? Well... <laughs> what do you think going in, John? You know what I'm thinking right now is if there's a, there's a third one of these, and if you fuckers make me watch that, I quit the podcast. <laughs> I I don't know about this third one. When did it was it come on out? the Disney? It's on the Disney thing. 2018. Mm-hmm. Oh my! There was also apparently a 1995 one. Really? But I thought, I wonder how much different this is going to be because the premise is that this is like a stay-at-home mom she has to do now, mm-hmm. and I'm like. This is going to be all fun, a, a bunch of 70s goodness that you could not get away with doing now. <laughs> all right, Carly, what'd you think? I thought, we'll see. Never saw it. Tony, what'd you think? I thought, this really makes me want to watch Witch, uh, Escape to Witch Mountain. or <laughs> Really? Escape to Witch Mountain? Is it that, or is it Return to Witch? Which one is it? There is an Escape to Witch. I think it's... Which is the first one? I think it's Escape to Witch Mountain, and then Return to Witch Mountain is the second. That's not, that's not Jodie Foster, though. No, that's okay. a different kid. John watched some weird Steve Gutenberg movie last night, which made me kind of want to watch Cocoon. Was it, it wasn't the one where you don't tell her it's me or whatever, was it? <laughs> that movie is weird, dude. I'm where he has cancer and then he pretends to be Lobo Maronga or something. From New Zealand. <laughs> was it good? I haven't seen that in years. It's something. Okay. It, no, you know what? I don't it's remember watching it. And you may Are see Are you doing it, it on the I might do it for <laughs> the podcast. What was that on? Tubi? Uh, Tubi, yeah. Okay. Of course, of course it's not it Tubi. I might do it for the podcast just because it is just so out there. Shelley Long's character is a terrible person. I 
kind of like her character, though. She makes her brother go through this transformation to become this Lobo character just to prove a point to this reporter. She mind-fucks the two of them to prove that she's right. Mm. Because the reporter said that she wouldn't fall in love with one of Shelley Long's characters. Well, she's a trashy romance novel. I don't know if any Shelley Long's ever played a character that I liked. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't find her annoying. That's a, that's something. I never understood why Sam Malone wanted to be with her. She's no. such a terrible person. Rebecca I, was hotter. Yeah, <laughs> and Fra- she fucked Fraser over so bad. She did real bad. She was very and annoying. What's funny about that was she fucked yeah. Fraser over really mm-hmm. bad, and he kept that hate. The entire yeah, yeah. series of Frasier and yeah. Cheers. Well, she so, left him at the altar, though. Yeah. That's... So she was. he was mad about that up until, like, I think he's still mad as a matter of fact. Yeah. But good for him to fucking keep, you know, keep character. Yeah. And I hate when they, like, just let shit go. I was like, yeah, she left you at the altar. You'd be pretty upset about it. Yeah, but for I Sam to jilted. be... I still have hate about that. For, <laughs> for Sam to be just such an arch bushmaster and be all obsessed with Shelley Long, like... You know, I get that she's not the type wow. that he was he dating. He referred to Sam Malone as an arch bushmaster. Arch he slays bushmaster. a lot of tang in that show. <laughs> <laughs> he laid more pipe in that town oh, than God. Boston Plumbing. He does. Okay, what he the fuck have you been reading? <laughs> what the fuck have you been reading? Because The dude gets more used... chicks than Colonel Sanders. No, but earlier he used the word ruffian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's we're a always talking about, what have you about been reading about like? I'm just saying, he's a like seriously, what have you been reading? I'm just saying, he's a ruffian. Oh, what Jesus, do you call your somebody vocabulary that? today is hilarious. <sighs> <laughs> what do you call someone? I'm almost known as a pugilist. <laughs> what do you call someone that you pay $4,000 to do some yard work and then runs mm-hmm. off with your money? A criminal. A criminal. A ruffian. Horn smuggler. Darn. <laughs> Running a flim flam over there. That's not a flim flam. I know a flim flam is an actual thing, and you once got to arrest a dude for it. I don't show Allegedly, because you played the jazz triangle. <laughs> Citizens arrest. <laughs> um. That was a long time ago. She's lost it. Uh, we never even got to it. But really, we've had like three like movie Sam reviews. Sam Malone could have done so much better. Uh, uh, yeah. Sam Malone. He was a former pitcher for the Red Sox. Yeah. He lives in Boston. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have like I'm not like I say I'm not even super crazy about whatever her name was Rebecca. Rebecca, but she's Rebecca was a basket case. Leaks that was her problem. Than was Shelley Long. Rebecca was always looking for the BBD, the bigger, better deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she became a psycho by the end of that show. Where she's just chasing after what's his name, the rich dude, Robin Colcourt. Yeah, and she ended up with a plumber. Yeah, Tom Berenger. You know what we need to do? If you we got to pick a plumber, though. Yeah, yeah. You're going to pick one. We actually did rewatch Cheers like a couple Stop years ago. Stop eating your foot, you weird dog. We're going to rewatch all of Cheers. Okay. It's all right. Yeah. There no, was my favorite character was about it that I definitely didn't Coach remember. Was Coach was awesome. Although I liked when Woody showed up. I remember when I was watching it on TV when the phone rang and he goes, Hello, Cheers. And he's like, Ernie, is there an Ernie Pantuso here? And he's like, That's you, Coach. Yeah, speaking. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that was the funniest line ever. And he was like seven. I was like seven. We were watching, we were watching Frasier randomly. And the other day we watched one and it was the one where Woody shows up. Yeah. Elaine is all about Frasier. I love Frasier. It's such Frasier. a good show. I prefer Cheers to Frasier, but... I prefer Frasier. And my favorite episodes on Frasier were the ones when the Cheers people would show up. Yeah. Not Lilith. Don't like Lilith? Not that I don't like Lilith. It was their their no. relationship was just toxic and well, they did not need to be around each other. She's always such a one note character. It's always the same jokes. But if you ever see that actress in other things, she's really yeah. good. BB oh, Newworth? Yeah. yeah. She's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways. <laughs> 
Speaking about alternate things that are fantastic. <laughs> this movie, Freaky Friday. We're going to talk about um, Holly Davidson and the Marlboro Man. We're talking about Freaky Friday from 1976. Did you say awesome? This is one of the oldest movies we've done on the podcast. So Sam Malone would have been pitching in 1976. Yeah, yeah this has to be the oldest movie we've done. Uh, this would be tied with Rocky, oh, which both came out in 1976. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but I don't think we've done anything older. No. Not yet. Not yet. When we finally do The Godfather, that was 73. Followed by Thoroughly Modern Millie. <laughs> yeah. Rumblefish. I'm saving Thoroughly Modern Millie. Oh, when John a... really pisses me off. Keep, <laughs> keep fuck with me and I'm going to make you do a silent film. I'm going to do the Charlie Chaplin do, category. I'm going to do no sprout. <laughs> I'd watch that. At least it probably wouldn't be scary. I would absolutely watch all of those. I'd watch those. It's fine. All right. So Silent films aren't very long. They're good. They're all fun. <laughs> Freaky Fridays from 1976. It has a 51 Metacritic with a 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb. It has a 70% thermometer score with an audience score of 57. There is no um, budget budget listed. I could have probably looked it up some other way, but I can't she be bothered. She could have Googled it. And... But it made $25 million of gross. Well, that's $1976. Let's see, what that's a lot of money. This was directed oh. by Gary Nelson, whose most famous directorial thing, according to IMDb, is The Black Hole, which I don't know anything about. But he directed 23 episodes of Get Smart and 8 episodes of Gilligan's Island. Ooh, he was, according that's to, a show I used to love, but probably doesn't hold up. <laughs> according to this, it had a budget of... A, a, Estimated budget of five million. So, so thirty-six million. So, what, good. how did this qualify? It has a fifty-one Metacritic and a fifty-seven. Ah, the Metacritic. Well, it saves us all the time. E G E C. That's not how you spell budget, but we'll deal with it. <laughs> this stars Jodie Foster as Annabelle. Jodie Foster is, uh, of course, famous for Silence of the Lambs and Contact and Elysium and Nell and Anna and the King. We were watching this, and Amanda came in the room, and she sat down for a minute, and she goes, is that Claire Reese? <laughs> it was like 10 minutes of her watching it before she recognized that it was Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster looks pretty much the same forever. I know! <laughs> I, John, will you let the dogs out, because I know you don't care about this movie. <laughs> and they're barking. Or shut the door, please. This would have made $120 million. Wow. Nowadays. That's pretty good. Uh, That's pretty good. Uh, fancy. Um, it stars Barbara Harris as Mrs. She's billed as Mrs. Andrews. <laughs> she's billed as Mrs. Andrews, but her first name is Ellen. And she was also in Gross Point Blank and Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. I've wanted to pick that a few times, but it just doesn't hold up. But I love that movie. Then we have John Austin, who plays Mr. Andrews, Bill. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I couldn't figure out why I knew this guy. It was driving me crazy. And I'm scrolling through his IMDb, and the only thing I had seen was The Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. But then, <laughs> wow. but John said, you didn't go back far enough because he's Gomez Adams. Yeah. <laughs> I was and say, I was this, like, oh my God. This movie has Gomez Truth. Adams, the guy from Eight is Enough, Boss Hogg, and the one dude is Skeletor from He-Man. Oh, really? <laughs> the Oppenheimer guy. And then the only other actor I've put in here is Mark McCure, who plays Boris, and he was Jimmy Olsen in, in the Superman. Donner Supermans. Yeah. He was also in Zack Snyder's Justice League, and he's a welcome back to the podcast because he had a small role in the 03 Freaky Friday. 
Oh. Oh, did he? He was the only original cast member who came back for that. Hmm. Where was he? <laughs> this uh, movie was written... I'm not watching that again to find him. <laughs> <laughs> this this was asked, based... Uh, Clarice come back. This, this movie... Clarice Foster. Yeah. Oh. She was like, no. This movie was... Um, she should have been the mom. That would have been good. This movie was based on a book written by Mary Rogers, and she did the screenplay. Elaine uh-huh. really... This book wanted to get it out of my <laughs> mouth. And she also then that this was her first screenplay and she went on to write a couple episodes of The Wonderful World of Disney, which was a show that no one ever remembers existed. <laughs> I remember. I mean, I, I remember it, but world. Yeah. True. So, this was interesting because I couldn't find a no uh, none of the IMDb users gave it a 1. The lowest rating according to the IMDb users is a three out of ten, which I find hilarious because somebody always hates a movie. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> Abel Hawk says, This movie must have been really funny in the 70s. Unfortunately, the movie is based so much on the differences between 1970s adults and teenagers that it utterly dates itself more than any other film I've ever seen. The conflicts all arise out of technologies that are non-existent today. <laughs> Landline phones, electric typewriters, dark rooms and camera film, rum raisin ice cream, as if nobody eats that anymore. <laughs> and no one in the current generation could empathize or even sympathize with any of the characters. Thus, this film is a fossil and completely un- inaccessible to anyone born within the past 30 years. He wrote that on May, tw- May 30th of 2020. Which I think, it's, I think it's silly that he thinks that no one could sympathize with these characters because... The com- because those technologies don't exist. I think it's interesting to see that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. I love watching old movies to see stuff. And go, oh yeah, I forgot about like when she. I think that one thing was an eight track player. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit! Because for a while I was like, what the fuck is that box mm-hmm. on top of the stereo? And I was like, oh, that's a fuck. I remember the weird, the weird uh, switch it had on. I was like, that's a fucking eight track player. <laughs> and then um, <clears throat> Banshee Fifty Seven, on the other hand, says, it's no secret that back when we were grown ups. Disney made films that were, back when we were grown-ups, Disney made films that were as delightful as the next Sidney Lament film. Freaky Friday is one of those many films. That sentence makes no sense, because aren't you a grown-up now? (laughs) Maybe Maybe back before we were grown-ups. There are many reasons why this film should have only been seen the way the company originally produced it. First off, the message is quite easy to figure, and keeping it simple but meaningful was a great way to spread it. The age-old story of two people walking a mile in each other's shoes. A funny mother-daughter story that never gets old. This one has just as much a tender side as it does a comedic side. 10 out of 10. Sometimes I read these, but I don't, like, read them. And then you try to read it, and you realize your brain skipped over the part where they could not write a cohesive sentence. Yes. It's rough out there. All right, we have dogs back again, but no husband. I don't want him to miss... The opening credit sequence. Oh, God. <laughs> the animated credits. Welcome feature- back to the podcast from Mannequin. Okay. Featuring a song <laughs> re- nominated for a Golden Globe. Wow. I'd Like to Be You for a Day, sung by Jodie Foster and Barbara Harris. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was nominated for three Golden Glo- Globes. What's a Globe? You know what I'm talking about, but... But when we were watching that opening sequence, I was like, this is fun. <laughs> they I remember thinking, when is this going to fucking end? <laughs> it's a long credit sequence because they had all the credits at the beginning of the film. They used to do that. Yeah. 
It's like when we watched Thoroughly Modern Million. It had an intermission. Yes. That just wouldn't so die. So wonderful. And then, then when we went and saw The Batman, I thought, this movie needs an intermission. <laughs> <laughs> then what about when you're watching Rocky, which came out the same year, and the credits aren't 16 minutes long? Because there was nobody in them. Four people. And there were like four people involved. (laughs) And there was no magic body switching. (laughs) Yes, and one of those two movies from 1976 is an institution and an icon, and the other has Jodie Foster in it. Wow. An institution? It is an institution. It's, It's rocky. I mean, it's definitely created an icon, but is it an institution? It's such an institution. I don't think that that word means what you think that word means. It's a piece of Americana. Yeah. Rocky is. Ben, he had to go get the Sambuca for I this. I did. By Thank the way. you, Ben, for the Sambuca. It's coming in handy. <clears throat> this is gonna be quick. This movie. Rocky won an Oscar. We'll see. What is, what is this one? <laughs> He's determined to draw it, it out. It's nominated for three Golden Globes. That's it. Whoa. Both Jodie Foster and Barbara Harris were nominated for Best Actress in the a comedy or musical. Oh. They competed against each other? Yes, and they both lost. <laughs> Who won? I don't know. I don't know. My favorite one of those is when Jim Carrey had two movies. It was like an movie awards. And he said, I can't accept this award because I refuse to believe I'm better than me. <laughs> I remember that. That was really funny. Okay, so this movie opens with our animated song. And then we see Annabelle. She is narrating, and she's 13, and is a slob, and has braces. And it sounds like there's something wrong with Jodie Foster. Because she's talking, I'm like, there's something wrong with her voice. She just sounds weird. She's a oh, child. she's 12. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what it is. She talks about how she just... Dis- she, she was a guy She said her balls haven't dropped yet, but I don't know what they say for a girl. Her uterus hasn't dropped? I don't know. We don't say <clears throat> that. Yikes. Because our she voices just sounds don't... weird. Like, women's voices do change. Like, she does not sound like that. Our voices don't change the same way that boys' voices change. It's just a gradual change. Yeah, because she just, it sounds like her, but it's like there's something wrong. She's doing an accent. I don't like it. It's not natural. It's weird. But it is natural because she was a child. Yeah, she was, then you remember, oh yeah, she was 12 or 13. 13. I was, 13. I was close. I don't know how old Jodie Foster was, but the character she's playing was 13. Barbara Streisand won for A Star is Born. Oh, well, she deserved it. Another movie that's been made like 15 times. But Barbara Harris was nominated twice <laughs> against herself for Family Plot and Freaky Friday. Oh, sweet. I don't know what family plot is. But and Goldie Hawn was nominated. What? <laughs> the Duchess and the Dirtwater Fox. I never heard of that. Wow. That sounds like a winner. <laughs> All right. So Annabelle tells us that she dislikes her little brother. She's 14. Ben, who she refers to as Ape Face. Because Ben is a good looking kid. He's very neat and tidy. He has really good hair and teeth. And she's very jealous of him. And it's hard to like someone who's perfect. Because I think Jodie Foster has good hair. <laughs> I think she has great hair. I don't know. She, and she went, was getting a brace. She didn't know she was getting a brace yes. off that day. But When she got her hair done. All right, we'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> it looks worse. Yes, we but agree. She has good hair. But it was 1970. 70s hair. That's an awful big glass of Sambuca. <laughs> I didn't fill it. <laughs> One finger in the bottom of a very tall juice glass. It's early yet. All right, she tells us how she plays field hockey and she's in the water ski club. I kind of wanted 
them to have her be older. Based on her hobbies and how yeah, good at them she, she apparently is, I, I wanted her fine. to be like 16 or 17 or at least 15. This 13-year-old girl was a champion water skier and the captain yeah. of the, the field hockey team. It like She's threw a me out of it. I'm like, what? <laughs> but then also is a big disappointment to her family. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but she's not a big disappointment. She's a slob. And the problem is her and her mom don't get along because she's a teenager. Oh, Lord, you're going to drink that? I'll take a shot. I'll take a finger. <laughs> take as much as you want. A very good Who's friend finger? of mine gave me that. Andre the Giant's finger? No. Came from her good a friend of the finger. podcast. That's a teeny t- <laughs> You know what? See if Ben has some thoughts about this movie. Uh, Spoilers, uh, probably not. I don't think he's seen it. <laughs> he's like, what's older than He might have. Anyways, can I get through the opening? So she... How old were you when this came out, Carly? I wasn't alive. <laughs> negative. Neither were you. I was, I was negative four. <laughs> you weren't even a tingle in your dad's balls. <laughs> That's right, because he was 16. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> So, okay, so she tells us about how she plays field hockey and she water skis, and she There's talks about her dad. Went so I was in the theater together. I love that. <laughs> Ooh. You all right? Oh, all right. God. Are Come you on, okay? Baby. It's gross. It's disgusting. <laughs> Tony is making such a face. Is that the first like, time you've ever had Sam Luka? Yeah. It's ever? Like yeah. Black licorice. I was going to say it's black licorice. I hate black licorice. <laughs> And is it a bad time to tell you that this is the really good stuff? More reason why, why I'm like, you're going to drink that? <laughs> try it. I have another bottle. I have a different kind. No, okay. so you should try it's it. also black licorice. I bet if you mix it with something, it's good. Because it tastes really good. It tastes like black licorice. I just don't happen to like black licorice. Black licorice is the most disgusting licorice. <laughs> I know, but it tastes like, it really tastes like Yes. It. My mother's always had the good and plenty's. They, which yeah, are also like disgusting. Too, black licorice, yeah. So, you know, they make good and plenties that come in fruit flavors, which are, are delicious. Those are called good and fruities. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. The good and fruities. The good and fruities are way better than Fuck good and plenties. You want to know why they call them good and plenties? Because there's always plenty, because they're not good. <laughs> My mother likes good and plenties. Your mother likes a lot of things. That doesn't mean that good and plenties are good. You're but they're insulting. plenty. You, yeah. You're insulting the good Do you and feel like your mother's... Uh, like of the Grinch is a good thing? <laughs> That's what I thought. So her like of the good and plenty isn't a good thing either. Not that there's anything wrong with liking the Grinch. Or the good and plenty. Well, but my, there's plenty left over because it ain't good. On, everybody's getting a little Grinch song for Christmas that year. No problem. <laughs> Your mom knows how I feel about the Grinch. Mom doesn't listen to the podcast. I know. My sister doesn't listen to the podcast either, so nobody should ever find out. Nor your dad. How come your family doesn't love our podcast? My family listens to the podcast. Hi, Audrey. My family doesn't. Aaron occasionally will catch an episode. My family does. Ben, Will, and Nobody Vic. else listens to any oh. podcast, so. You think your parents would want to support hey, your hobbies? Hey, in a couple hobbies? months, your family will be in the podcast. Oh, snap. Speaking of parents who support their children's you hobbies. You're you're sleeping with a relative. Ew. <laughs> Never mind. We're not getting married. <laughs> we just gave out our first invitation. <laughs> Sorry, Ben, yours is coming. <laughs> we win. <laughs> they love us best. Another worst part is, is they, so while we're not talking about this movie, they hand delivered the uh, <laughs> wedding invitation, but then put a uh, stamp 
on the uh, the reply. The RSVP card. Like, we wouldn't see you between now and June. I like to mail it. Maybe she do that just because she knows I like to mail things. What's funny is Elaine's going to forget to mail that thing. It's no, I'm not. It's going to sit on top of the microwave for the next six months. No, I'm not. <laughs> she has to write her song request. Bet me. <laughs> is, it, is it going to be You Got the Touch? <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's going to be, you got the touch, you got the power. And I'd like to be you for a day. <laughs> what other terrible song? They have to be What's that stupid not. song from the 18 again? Stop it. I um, want to be 18 again. That George Burns sings. I wish I was 18 again. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so speaking of parents who support their children. And you can't hate, you have the touch, you know. Okay. No. No one hates that song. going to be in Rocky, but it got switched at the last moment. Mm-hmm. So you can't hate it. I can't. By osmosis, it's a Rocky song. <laughs> Tony's done the math on this. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's a body switch. It's a body oh, swap song. No, it's a theme switch. It's a songy switch. It's a songy switch. <laughs> All right, so uh, she introduces us to her dad, Bill, and Bill she May describes him as a very supportive and cool guy. Did you tell him how you didn't know who that was? Yes. yes. I just listened to a podcast with him well, on Tony that. was like, how much older is that man than his wife? It's only five it's years not between much. the actress and the look actor. Completely. <laughs> she looks like she's like 22. She looks damn good. <laughs> and he looks said. a little rough. <laughs> well, He's so, already green. Because he was only like 45 or something. <laughs> oh, he was 45? I thought he was 45. Oh my God, he looks like he was... He was born in 1930. Oh, okay. And so 76. <laughs> Can I get through my first page of notes? <laughs> I'm drinking. Do what you want to do. Like so she then tells us anything. about how she's in love with the boy across the street whose name is Boris. Death check. Boris. And he seems like the nerdiest fool you ever would see. Why do you do this? You're such a fool. She then tells us that she hasn't been getting along with her mom, which seems like typical teenage stuff. Because she's a teenage girl. Yes. I had and a then once she would get mad at me and I didn't even do anything. We see her mom stop her and ask try to get her to eat breakfast but she says she doesn't want any she's just not feeling eggs today and then her mom asks if she cleaned up her room and made her bed you know what else had eggs and annabelle lies and her mom says we had a deal so apparently annabelle is supposed to keep her room clean and then she gets unspecified things because they have some kind of deal about this deal (laughs) well perhaps then she gets to participate in extracurricular activities such as water ski club she died in 2018, not that long ago. Yeah. The main lady. Barbara Harris. Oh. Um, but as she yell, as she runs out the door to get to the bus, her mom yells to not forget about her orthodontist appointment. Then we see Ellen and Bill, the mom and dad, talking to each other in the kitchen. The dad asks her to listen to his speech about the new marina development Today is going to be the presentation of this new marina development. And they're celebrating it with an aquacade starring like you do. Annabelle's Water Ski Club. Naturally. Naturally. And so he t- gives this speech to his wife and then she tries to give him some feedback. How she thinks that they're, the marina name, which I didn't write down and can't remember, is stupid and they should have called... Oceana Marina or something like that. 
And uh, she said they should. She still thinks he should have went with this other name. And then he tells her that to stop talking and that she just needs to look good and show up. And that's all she's responsible for. Mm-hmm. And I was and I said, wow. And John said, what? And I said, that's terrible. <laughs> John did not seem to agree with me. But then Ellen goes to pick up that's her daughter's room. It's not at all what I said. I like how she's got this revisionist history in her mind. Carly. Yeah, Carly what'd you say? To me too. What'd you say? What'd you say? He does not want to say. <laughs> oh, this is a podcast. It's an audio medium. Now, you have to participate is, with the Tony conversation. Tony would say just that to me just because he thought it was funny. But then like, I would I be a care. joke and then yes. you would tell everybody that I said that without yes. mentioning the joke part. <laughs> and everyone thinks I'm a douchebag. <laughs> and I didn't say it that way. But you leave that part out. Uh, Just I think that was implied. <laughs> you think? I don't know. So Boris, I mean the guy Mark McClure, mm-hmm. he plays Boris the parcel delivery man in the remake of Freaky Friday. Mm-hmm. So he's he's still oh Boris. he's like the UPS guy. He's still Boris. He plays the same character. He's not just in it. He plays the same character. That's exciting. It's fucking amazing. John's reading the trivia. Well, I didn't do it during the movie because I was so. Um, well, there is not. I mean, it's not like Cobra levels of trivia. I read through it. I mean, not a lot. Nothing is. is. <laughs> I mean, War and Peace. <laughs> Harry Potter doesn't have as much trivia as Cobra does. All right. So then, um, Annabelle meets up with her friend Virginia, and eats a rum raisin banana split for breakfast, and complains about her mom. Rum raisin is such a gross ice cream flavor. I don't. Never had it. I've never I've had never rum had raisin it. either. It could I don't be like really raisins, good. So I don't think I would like it. It's not. I like raisins. I don't love rum, but I don't know what rum raisin tastes like. I feel like my mom liked rum raisin ice cream. I could be totally wrong in making that up. Uh, chime in, Audra. Ask mom. Send me a text. <laughs> or I suppose I could text my mom, but that's just probably not going to happen. Audra, ask mom. Send me a text. You can't talk to your own mother? I can. <laughs> talk to my mother like every other day. My family. I've been talking to my mother most of today. The only person who texts me is my sister. Mm-hmm. Also, would you like to know what Audrey I text today? you! In I meant from family. my family. <laughs> We're related. Because I got a text from Audra today that says, I remember Don't Eat the Pictures. They were stuck in a museum overnight, right? <laughs> and I said yes, with the boy Pharaoh and his invisible cat. And she responded with, yes! Because <laughs> I mentioned that on an episode of the podcast. In her family. I'm not I her asked family. Tony if he had seen the Sesame Street film. I'm not your family. Can get your feet off of my legs. I spoke to every member of my family yesterday, but none of them today. You know, I was talking about, ow! I got that one bad toe! <laughs> But the other nine piggies. <laughs> no, there's something wrong with this toe. Did you break it? I no, I think I might have sprained it because the, there's something wrong. Like yesterday, all day at work, my big toe and the top of my foot hurt so bad. This one go wee 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 wee. You know that song's about killing pigs. <laughs> Anywho, so so piggy went to market. <laughs> but this so little piggy's at home. <laughs> This little piggy became roast beef. <laughs> roast beef is not made up. I know. It's called roast beef. beef. 
I know, but Beef. I don't think that's the actual words because the original is all about um, slaughtering pigs. Um, what do you think the market is? So Annabelle's <laughs> complaining about her mom to Virginia. How do you think that ended up for the pig? And while <laughs> Ellen is at home complaining so about... We, 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 we all the way home. He was scared. <laughs> complaining about Annabelle to Bill. He, he came pork chops and bacon. Because Annabelle thinks that her sausage. mom could not handle being her for a day. And her mom told her that being a child is the best years of her life. And that when she's a grown-up, there's no one to tell you that you have responsibilities you have to tell yourself, which is much well, harder. That's just not true because her husband apparently tells her what to do. Yeah. Non-stop. Well, well. Like, this poor lady can't do anything without her husband giving her more shit to do. Spoiler, he's my least favorite character. Really? At the same yes, time, they say, <laughs> I wish I could switch places with her for just one day. And then they magically switch bodies see i like how well, there's the, there's no explanation for this see and that's just the, happens. they're witches Th- this mm-hmm. just happens in every other body swap there's something that causes the body swap yep, whether it's like a brain happens. transference serum or oh, there's yeah. a, a totem. totem idol or the fortune cookie thing the, there's something that causes the switch this one the, they just happen to want to do it so they're like mm. it just switches. car accident it's not explained yeah car accident was is the best one you got to hold hands though <laughs> Grandpa! Um, I don't know, the, the voodoo totem one's pretty good. Magical fortune cookie was pretty interesting. Magical fortune cookie wasn't bad. These are all... I do still want to show about those, wi- oh, those witches. I still want the mannequin show. With mm. <laughs> good, called Good Fortune or something? Yeah, it comes on right after mannequin. Yeah. <laughs> I really want TGIF, people. Pick up... Talk to me, Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> Paramount Plus. I don't know. I'll go to Netflix. I'll go to fucking... Tubi. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Whatever, YouTube Red. We're yeah. putting Tubi on the fucking map, man. If your movie is free on Tubi, chances are it might appear on this podcast. Because <laughs> somebody out there thinks this movie is crap. Um, so they switch. And they're both thrown off because they weren't expecting they this switched. magical appearance. And it happens. Like nothing. There's no earthquake or anything. <laughs> And, and, and one of them was smoking and one of them was eating and they both choke. Yes. <laughs> because Ellen is not like rum raisin ice cream. And Annabelle is not thir- a smoker. Is not a smoker. <laughs> well, I hope those cigarettes are going to make you cough. I hope, this, hope you heard this song and it pissed you off. So Annabelle realizes she's in mom's body and Whatever kind of freaks out a little bit. They had like bit. two good songs and they were done. I like the part where she picks up the frying pan to look at her reflection <laughs> and then kind of like sings onto the floor. <laughs> and Bill is like, are you okay in there? And she's like, oh. But Annabelle actually, after the initial shock, mm-hmm. seems pretty happy because she really thinks her mom just lays around the house watching TV all day and she's like, I get a day off. <laughs> Which is kind of like, let's be real. This is kind of what everybody thinks that stay-at-home moms or housewives do. They really think they do nothing all day. Mm-hmm. Now, there are de- plenty of days when you can do nothing. <laughs> but that doesn't mean you only do that thing. Well, you used to be a housewife. Uh-huh. It was not for me. <laughs> and it was also not for John. <laughs> so, Ellen calls home. She had a lot of days where she <clears throat> And she uh, calls her. Her dad answers the phone. Why are you bringing up old shit? <laughs> She's going to cut you. I just said it was not for me and it was not for you. You don't need to make a list about all the ways that it used to bother you when I didn't have a job. 
and we had small children. <laughs> it's not like now where I just decided not to work and you're the only one working and I just sit at home doing nothing all day. You Sean archered you. I did. I Sean archered you. My whole face, face feels weird. Oh. <laughs> all right. So Ellen calls the house. She talks to Bill. And he, she's like... Uh, Daddy? Well, first she calls him Bill. And he's like, Bill? Who is this? Annabelle? Don't call me Bill. <laughs> so then she says, Dad... And she wants to know about mom. And uh, she's like, is mom okay? And he's like, actually, she's acting pretty weird. <laughs> Annabelle. And so she doesn't have a Walkman. She has like a It's like a radio. radio that she's radio. holding up to her ear. Yeah. And she's like, like. What is she doing? Dancing around and blowing bubbles with bubble gum. I was expecting like some 1970s headphones. You know the ones that have their own <laughs> satellite dish? Yeah, but you can't dance in those because you were you only had were three tethered. inches of you only yeah. had three inches of cord. You couldn't get out of your chair. Seventies must have. That sucked. makes me think of uh, High Fidelity when he's making the mixtape. <laughs> Top five body switch movies. Freaky Friday, Freaky Friday, Seventeen again, you have Freaky Eighteen Friday, again, two fucking list. And eighteen again's on your list. Wow. Well, I was doing ones we've done. I need one more. Monster No, Wolfman. Wolfman's got an arts. Anyways, um, so she. I gotta say, like Father, like Son's one of my favorites. I have to watch it again. I remember watching it a lot when I was little, but I haven't seen it in thirty years. So. Vice versa. Eighteen again, of course. Annabelle or Ellen tells Bill that she that she's not feeling very well. Maybe she should come home. And Annabelle says no, she definitely shouldn't. And reminds her that is, childhood is the body, a body swap movie. No, no, it's alternate timeline. Because he's a different person. But he's the same person. He's it's alternate timeline. Yeah, different time. Same like the Family Man. Endgame. Spider Man: No Way Home. Time travel. That's a baby. (laughs) Bring Scott back. Can I? I'm on. Feed my pants. (laughs) Does it old man me? I'm on page three. Baby me or me me? This this could be my shortest episode ever if he but let me talk. (laughs) Nine and a half feels be me like, dude, really? When I'm trying to get a word out and you just want to talk. But I want to talk about your movie. No, you don't. You, you want to talk about, about nonsense. You were trying to talk about Crocodile Dundee 2 for like an hour. <laughs> no, that was Go one back. movie and that was Tony. <laughs> Why do you hold that against me? That was Tony. That was your friend, your brother, your bro. He helps me kill... Um, he stabbed bolts. you in the back. <laughs> no, it was in the front. <laughs> I shot Tony today. He did. I said, don't move. And he said, what? <laughs> and you shot. And walked right in front. Of, well, see, there was a guy who You're was shooting at him. Into the bullets. Thank you. There, there was a guy shooting at him, and I said, "Don't move." I shot him, and Tony jumped in front of the gun to try to save that guy. <laughs> I was already in motion. <laughs> no, bring, you weren't. Don't make me bring Newton into this. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh. Objects in motion tend to stay in motion. And he fell for me. <laughs> Like it? his legs just went away and his body fell straight yeah, down. Yeah, that game weird. is weird when you die. You get all kinds of twisted. So you weird. shot his legs off? <laughs> Which is weird. I shot him in the head. Like you Darth Mauled him? You start like convulsing and stuff. I'm like, oh, this is not But good. I saved his life. 
And then he committed suicide. Then I saved your life. You did save. That was another game, though. Yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> Annabelle tells... Onward, by the way. Yells to her mom on the phone. That childhood is the best time of her life. And don't forget about her typing test. And she shouldn't forget about her important field hockey like, game wait, later typing today. Typing test? Mm-hmm. I took keyboard, um, typing in high school. I did keyboarding. Keyboarding. Yeah. I did too. But it was on a computer. Mm-hmm. Yes, which is why I called keyboarding. Electric keyboard processor. Aww, <laughs> an electric typewriter? It was. Wow. Because you type it all the way down, and it would be on a little teeny like LCD yeah, screen or whatever. Yeah, we had one of those. And then when you hit enter, it would go and put the whole thing in. We had one of those at home when I was a kid, but at school when I took it, it was on a And there computer. was a chick that we all... My mom had an electric typewriter. I don't know why. <laughs> there was a chick that we called out because she had an extra finger on each hand, and we said she was a cheater. Oh. Wow. She thought That's it was hilarious. Me. Did you call her <laughs> Countess Rogan? No. That's <laughs> a missed opportunity. She thought it was funny, though. <laughs> I did well, a girl. probably because it was a positive use of an extra finger yeah. instead of making fun of her. Mm-hmm. She was using it to her advantage. Yeah. I feel like you got to take all those opportunities where you can when you have extra fingers. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so then um, Bill hangs up the phone, oh God, we're still and Ellen tries to tell her friends that she's her mother, but they think that she is playing a weird pretend game, I which love they find the this hilarious. Too. <laughs> and they all decide to impersonate their mothers for that day. Which is awesome. Like, they didn't even skip a beat. Like, yeah, let's all do it. <laughs> and my favorite one is, um, is it Bambi? Yeah. Because first of all, your fucking name is Bambi. <laughs> yeah. It's 76. <laughs> okay. Bambi's somebody's grandma now. Ba- yeah. <laughs> uh, was there a second of all? <laughs> Meemaw Bambi. <laughs> Meemaw Bambi. This is my Meemaw Bambi, and this is my Meemaw Fawn. Then again, I don't know. We know a chick named Fawn. I don't know if strippers get to live that long. Eric's mother in law's name is Kitty. My. There's a girl named Galatia. My, uh, my grandma. Her mother's name was. I do believe her mother's name was Fanny. Mm hmm. And her That's mother's name was Boot Hill. No, it was actually Fanny. Her mother's name was Boot Hill? <laughs> no, Boodil. Boodil. B-U-D-I-L. Boodil. Was she from the Ivory Coast or something? No, but she was from Sweden. Okay. So it's probably something else. My grandmother's name is Vincenza. Mm-hmm. My grandmother was Virginia. Jody Foster's friend. Aww. Oh, that was not my grandmother. <laughs> Me, Could have been. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to meet Virginia. Oh, yeah, well, she died a yeah, long yeah, time ago. It's a song. <laughs> <laughs> but they all then discuss. It's a song, Carly. Come I on. Know. They all discuss how their. Can you mother... go see them in concert? Yeah. <laughs> how their mothers would never survive oh, being them for a day because things are so much harder now, and there there's no way their mothers could make it through a school day, especially with McGurk, their English teacher, who apparently they all hate. Who's dead now? Sorry, Carly. McGurk. Oh yeah. Well, Tony felt the need to remind me that the dog was probably dead. <laughs> no, said, not probably. Tony, that dog 100% is dead. There is no dog alive that's older than you, Tony. <laughs> she had felt the, the dog was dead. <laughs> <laughs> so you were like, hey, that dog's dead. She's like, yeah, no, there's no dog older than you. Exactly. <laughs> like, fuck. And I was eating food that she made me, and I was like, wow. Well, I'm just kidding. Brother, it's cold blooded. 
And then she walked out of the room and strutted like. <laughs> she dropped the mic. Debo Brown. <laughs> uh, anyways, back at the house. Wow. Nice. Good for you. Well, she gets mad because I always point that out. She's like, oh, that dog's so cute. And I was like, that, that dog, dog died 22 dead. years ago. <laughs> that dog could have been this a little bit. This is a 1980s movie. <laughs> It came out in the seventy, late seventies. That dog is so dead. Except for that one movie we watched, and I was like, "That, that horse is dead." And then she looked up. She goes, "Actually, horses can live to be thirty-five years old, or some well, shit." Here, those will make you feel better. Remember those turtles in Rocky? Uh huh. Yeah, they're still alive. Oh well, turtles live a long time. They do, mm-hmm. he, and Stallone still has those turtles. <laughs> and their names are actually Cuff and Link. Jeez. But his turtles are still alive. So there you go. Not every animal you see in the movie's dead. We but that dog in the Monster Tony Squad, that so dead. Was that? The dog in the Monster Squad, so dead. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, way dead. She'd probably have to act or something. It's the natural cycle of life. Oh, I think Officers of Pierce died. Officers of Pierce doesn't die. No, that's true. <laughs> He's, he safe. He's safe on a farm upstate. <laughs> He's been there for years. He runs that farm now. See, he has a black Folks, and white go back and listen to our it. Monster Squad episode, and you'll get that joke. <laughs> And pretty much every episode we've done since then. All right, so back to the house. Bill gets ready to leave for work, and he gets... He hasn't left for work yet? Fuck! No, because you keep interrupting me. And he gives Annabelle a bunch of instructions about how she needs to bring him a change of clothes later. He wants a specific white shirt and pair of pants. She's going to... He's going to... She is going to need to uh, pick out um, a bunch of clothes. Don't forget his socks. Press his jacket. All this stuff. And, and I'm um, like, bitch, can't you do that yourself? No. Or could he not have told her that yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday. Earlier in the week. I'm sure he's told her like 17 times in the last three well, weeks. Well, that's true. He probably has. In which case, she would have had it already by now. She seems like she's on her shit. But does she? Stan Shaw is alive. He's 69 as, years old. As a person All right, running Stan. his household, yes, that's I do think here. she does. But so, Annabelle is like, wow. Dad is, he's a cool dad, but as a husband, he's kind of a drill sergeant. (laughs) She realizes her dad is maybe not so great. And uh, Ellen goes to school. Uh, She realizes she, (laughs) this is so funny, because she needs to get bus fare. And she was complaining about how (laughs) Annabelle's shoes were uncomfortable. You know what else? And Annabelle keeps, Rocky. Annabelle keeps her bus fare in her shoe. I did your luck, man. In so her she, sock. So she takes her <laughs> shoe and sock off. Does she not have fucking pockets? To pay for the bus fare. I know girls' pants have a lot of pockets. You can fit and change in there. And as she goes to sit down, she looks at the bottom of the shoe and she says... No, her feet. Looks, the her feet. looks at the bottom of her feet and goes, "Is that is the dirtiest foot ever. And there's a lady on the bus looking at her wanting to throw up. Yeah. Uh, first of all, you pulled change out of your sock. Nobody wants that. You know who didn't like to wear shoes with Shannon Tate. It's true. And if you don't know who that is, stick around. Care. You will. Care. You will. Don't care right. about but that. But anyway, it was gross. It was gross. <laughs> Lots of people keep money in their sock. You want to know what's real gross? When you keep money in your boobs. <laughs> money in your boobs is grosser yeah, than money in, their in your bra. socks? Yeah, they put it in their bra. That's grosser than in your socks. Yes. <laughs> Based on digs in their bosoms and one. I'll tell you what. Like no. But my boobs socks? sweat a l- way more than my I've feet. Had someone, well, I've had people, like the sock on the top. Like your feet. Um, she, these are like cheese most people's feet are yeah. clean though. They're we're 
Most people don't have, like, dirty-ass hobbit feet like this kid. <laughs> Most people's feet are generally clean. Yeah. But your boobs get real sweaty. They call it Mountain Dew. They don't. And I could see if you put it in your shoe, but not <laughs> in your sock. <laughs> it's the, in the sock part that really Those grosses islands me in the street. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that soda's name is. So, Annabelle. Is it ladies' bosom sweat? Is it? Yeah. Okay. Annabelle plays Maybe. with her mom's makeup. <laughs> has a good old time. <laughs> oh, God. Her makeup is terrible. Yes, it is. That has a very pinky cheeks. Yes, it is. I mean, 70s makeup is not the same makeup as we have today, but she definitely didn't know how to apply it. No. And it didn't seem like... It, on the roller. it honestly didn't seem like Annabelle was the kind of girl who did makeup, but or who had any interest in makeup, so... Evidently, much... she does, because the first thing she did when she got the chance... Let's play with mom's makeup. Well, she was just plain. Like, when you're not home, I put up... Never mind. Timmy put makeup on me once. That was an adventure. Um, <laughs> then Annabelle tries to do the laundry and puts all the laundry in the washing machine along with all I, of the soap. This is like Mr. Mom. We usually, oh, I couldn't find it, figure it out. It's not that hard to do fucking laundry. No. There is, on old washing machines, there used to be instructions right on the lid. Yeah, that's why I wasn't sure if there were instructions. And Tony goes, well, it's not like she can Google it. Like, if she's never done it before, then she yes. probably legit there's, doesn't know how to use Like, nowadays, machine. you don't have to do laundry. I'm sure there's a YouTube video. Yeah, you just watch yeah, yeah. somebody tell there, you how to do it. But there's literally no one, no way for her to know and how to do laundry. too much soap. I guarantee you, in 1976, there was instructions how much to use on the goddamn back well, of the box. there was a that's scoop. True. <laughs> I don't. I think they had the little metal pour spouts. Yeah, but I but, those. but she's not gonna read. She's thirteen. She's not gonna read oh. the instructions. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 oh. This is one of those stupid things. Like I gotta create drama, so I'm gonna have this kid be fucking but stupid, also, not know how to do goddamn laundry. There's a lot. I didn't have to do laundry. When I was thirteen. Who have the I'm internet? Sorry. And who are more than thirteen? Yes, I'm sorry that you had to do your own laundry when you were thirteen. What will happen? When you fuck up the laundry. So, like, she didn't have any idea when she didn't look at the directions that suds were going to end up everywhere. <laughs> so, she overfills the washer with and too much soap. And then she says, all right, laundry's done. Time to watch some boob tube and grab some chips and goes to watch TV. I like that she called it the boob tube. People don't call the TV the boob tube anymore. That's because it doesn't have tubes. <laughs> so, people don't understand why... Like, that phrase is irrelevant. Because you don't refer to dumb people as boobs anymore. If and you, your TVs don't have tubes. And you put somebody in your room people, and you quarantine them, you don't do it for 40 days, and that's exactly what the word means, but you do it. A lot of people... Things just happen. Don't yeah, no, they quarantined us for 40 years with idiots anymore because everybody watches TV. You know? <laughs> there was a time when not everybody watched TV. <laughs> we didn't I think have we're going to start calling it the boob tube again. We didn't have a TV... Until I was like four, five, mm-hmm. something like that. I don't remember not having two. We had to get it so Audrey could watch the juice had one, and then we had two, but they were the kind you had to get up and go change it. You know? oh, yeah, I remember being the remote. <laughs> My mother would call me from another room, change the channel. <laughs> we were always having TV because we always had an Atari, so we played the Atari a lot. I don't remember watching a lot of TV. You remember thinking it was really cool? Really? Like, I want to play fucking Pong, yeah. man. And Superman, like, Asteroids? Wow. Like, there's like seven lines of code. There's like a well, green dot, and you gotta you, find the red dot before the blue dot touches you. It's well, when amazing. You, when you were growing <laughs> up, you only had one TV, and your dad got to watch whatever he wanted. Actually, I had so a TV you in my room. Oh wow! I had a little teeny crappy black and white 
with a fucking a pair kitchen of, TV pair of pliers to turn the channel. On. I remember I I got a black and white TV from why don't was it a black and white TV? I don't know. I guess they were cheaper. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> so I had a black and white TV in my room for a long time. Well, they let me hook up the Atari and Nintendo and shit to it so that they could watch TV. You know, Not, and you had to yell like, at me to get off of it. Whatever channels you got, but the ones you can get with the antenna. Yeah, the bunny ears <laughs> or the aluminum foil and shit. Yeah, that's why the TV was near the window. Yeah. We also didn't have air conditioning, so that was also with the fan. So in the window, the washer goes out, crazy. Blowing the cold air. We have windows. As it would. While the washer is going crazy, the yeah, phone rings. Annabelle answers the phone, and it's Bill. She says she refers to him as Daddy. And he likes it. And he kind of likes it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it came up more than once, yeah. and we were like, "Oh, he is down would they the stop clown. doing that?" <laughs> it's not his fault. It's not his fault. If you call your wife, she starts calling you daddy. You're like, "All right, that's weird," but he's into it. Okay. Um, so he's he does like to boss her around, yeah. <laughs> and treat her like a child. Well, he calls her and asks her to pick up booze in case the developers want to come over after the aquacade. And then he asked her to wear her uh, slinky black dress because it makes her look so good. Now, he wants I will say that the this movie. If you ever body, hold on, it's important. If you ever body swap with your mother, tell your father right away. <laughs> Just tell him he wants to know. All right, thank you. Also, if she's asleep, that means no. I want to say the thing about this movie is... Stop yawning. No one can make sense of it. I'm sorry. I'm really tired. I've been up since 4.30 this morning. You've been breathing all day? You tired? I had to work. I'm sorry to hear that. But still, don't yawn and talk because our friends can't well, understand you. I'm sorry. Well, yawn and then talk. Okay. Thank you for this yawning tangent. <laughs> all right. So, and in Frasier... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> If she attacks you, I'm just going to let her. <laughs> well, he's drinking it a finger at a time, but this is he's had at least a fist and a half. Oh, shit. <laughs> I think he's on his seventh shot. Do you have to work in the morning? <laughs> okay. If he did, he's not going. I'm going to have to pour him into bed later. His little bagel's been bothering him, though, so I bet it's it feels going. good it's now. It's feeling good. <laughs> Things are loosening up. <laughs> But the thing about this movie is there was a lot in the 03 movie about how the mom was getting married and she didn't want to kiss the fiance and it was freaking her out. But they don't really address this in this movie. And there's no... no the two never... There's not a lot. And there's... <laughs> well, also, even this, though is, this is a day. Yes. The other movie is like a week. It's not even a whole day. Yeah, they yeah. switch back at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Spoilers. But... Which makes like, sense because it's Freaky Friday. Even though he's intrigued weekend. by the idea that she might call him Daddy, <laughs> which I feel like it was a thing in the 70s anyways. I mean, it's a thing now for some And, people. like, <laughs> I think she kisses his cheek at one point, but there's not, like, a lot of weird weirdness, which I actually prefer because I don't ever want to think about, like, in a body no, swap situation... Any kind of boyfriend, girlfriend action. Yeah, here. that poor dad's gonna, you know, try to have some happy time with his wife. The weirdest. And it's his daughter, and that's gonna fuck him up but for there's, life. There's not, there's not a lot of weirdness between You're gonna the father and daughter. In the, corner. the weirdness later is between Boris and Mrs. Andrews. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. be real. Boris is a creep. But that is one thing in the other movie. 
they it was it was only one day, but <laughs> but they addressed it and they, they made they like made a big deal out of it. Yeah, they they were together. Was it one day? Yeah, it was. Yes. it was just Friday. Oh, it seemed like a whole so week. It was Friday. a long day, but we they spent more time together, so we got more days of were them. Two thousand two, they were in nineteen seventy six. Conversing about things. Like, yeah. how are we going to do this? What are we going to do? That kind of a thing. Well, it was also easier to communicate. This one, they just, have, they just switch, and you got to deal with the other person's day. Yeah. It's because back in 76, you didn't, couldn't just be like, well, let me just call her on my cell phone. I'll send her a texty text. You I couldn't did do think that. it was funny. She was like, where do I need to go? And she pulled out the schedule. I'm like, how early in the school year is it? Because after the yeah. first week, you don't need that shit yeah, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did think that was weird, too. She had her schedule. I'm yeah. like, no. No. After, after the first week, you're right. That thing is thrown away. Ellen does. Or it gets stuck in your locker that you don't find until the end of the year when you clean it out. You're like, oh, my schedule. Awesome. Throw that shit out. When I was in middle school, we had planners. Your teacher had to ass- initial it every week. That you yeah. had, and your parents had to initial it Jeez, to make sure gracious. that they saw that you had homework. Went to and Leavenworth High School. So like, <laughs> did you break rocks? Too? So your schedule was in the front of your planner, and then you like your planner was initialed. Like you'd have to have your parents initial it, and then at the end of the week, the teacher would check to make sure that your parents initialed it. Taking the weeds, boss. How they could tell my parents' initials though? Can't get right over here. Okay. Um, but so maybe it was a situation that was going like Motown that. Motown every day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Triple max high. It was just in, <laughs> it was in middle school, though. I don't know. Which she's 13, so she's yeah. in middle school. God, that Even dog though some of her friends so drive. Loud. Your dog. <laughs> My dog's asleep, too. In a very uncomfortable position, but sure. Like the back of a Volkswagen. <laughs> well, no, because there's like six inches that's not carpeted, and he's trying to get on top of that. He's way wider than six like, inches. I want the cool floor. I can't just move three feet that way. <laughs> he's got like his head... Rested on a wooden chicken. <laughs> Anyways. So Ellen gets to the first class, which is intro to photography. And I gets to photography. class late. And opens the door. And ruins everybody's photos. Well, it might be class, but not like that. Yeah, because we had to develop film and shit. Yeah. Like, we had to put film in the little tubes. Which is... Cool. Yeah. Well, there was a minute where you couldn't buy... You had to do that in pitch black, though. You had to learn how to do that, like... No light, no red light, no light whatsoever. Because you had to learn how to do that shit blindfolded. Well, it was fun. I there was a hot minute where you couldn't develop I did film. A girl in that class. And there was only one photo place in like Kansas that sold where you could develop film. And then Polaroid brought it back, so you can take old school photos now. At the food line down the street mm-hmm. from our house, where the gas station is. You can there get double be, prints. There used to be a small little kiosk in the middle of that parking lot that was that would develop film. Like from Police Academy. Yeah. Well, I took photography, Leslie. but I took it after school as like a an elective. Yeah. No, I was like my first period senior year. I took some really bullshit classes. But, my yeah. Year. I took mythology. And then when I worked at Rite Aid, we had to do <laughs> was like film. Easiest classes ever. And there was a part you had to do in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> we did it because I mean it was in the store, so film. I can't turn the lights off. But <laughs> we had a bag. Because <laughs> there could be no bag. light, no red light, no light whatsoever. Yeah. And those chemicals smell bad. Mm-hmm. But this one, Foster opens a door and. Turns and then on the turns lights, the light. ruins everybody's shit. Okay, so she and then she says, "No knowledge." I think about I goofed. Yeah, I think you're a fucking idiot. Everybody in that room froze. She looked at it and says, "Oh, photography." Hey, why are the lights off in this room? Uh-huh. I don't know. Were you born yesterday? 
if you've never developed a photo. Really? Yeah, but we all know this because we've seen a million movies where somebody ruins somebody's photo by turning the light on. <laughs> but this was 76. First of all, there wasn't a million movies. There wasn't Google. There wasn't pop culture. There was, a, there was pop culture. His name was Leaf Cassidy. <laughs> <laughs> and the Partridge family. And the monkeys. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. When did, like, monkey Mary around. Tyler Moore, when was she on TV? Uh, before that, white. but I mean, there wasn't like a lot of. But, You're dreaming a genie. But pop- <laughs> I'm so sad you guys didn't get to see that. <laughs> it was fucking oh the sassiest, most sarcastic <laughs> genie thing. Like head bob you ever saw in your life. Good God, Audrey, you would have fell out of chair. I never understood that show. If I had a genie, like that guy was not using that. No. Properly, she he had a genie. Also, you get three wishes, Dude. Major Healy or whatever the fuck your name is. Not you don't get a slave. <laughs> that bitch got wishes all day, every day, whatever. She he fell in love with him. Yeah. Uh huh. And and he did not use her, utilize her skills properly. Well, no. I remember that show, but I don't remember anything about it. We watched Bewitched. Remember they had the little. I know a lot more the little about pink, Bewitched. Another guy Ooh, Bewitched, was... <laughs> where they switched Darren's and nobody noticed. <laughs> But I remember seeing clips from I, I Dream of Genie, but I don't know. Another person who was not using his um, his wife's talents properly. I'm like, wait, wait, your wife is a witch and can do anything? Yeah. And you have her sitting at home doing nothing. Doing, like, yeah. chores? <laughs> like, she's using her magical powers to, to sweep wash the floor. The dishes and stuff. Bro, we've got to talk about this. <laughs> <sighs> Fucking 70s, man. Do that shit now. Like, I, you need me to do something? I got some things. <laughs> You don't have any special powers, do you? <laughs> I wouldn't tell you. Damn. I'm not going to let you exploit me for my magical powers. I would totally exploit you for your magical powers. I know you would, you douchebag. Damn. It would be, but it would be for our benefit. Or your benefit. You'd be there, too. <laughs> Think about it. Think about this. Wait, wait, wait. Your box of chocolates never goes empty. Oh, she's listening now. Yeah, oh, wait a minute. She's listening now. Now she's on board. A minute ago, she didn't want to use her ma- magical power. So he's so drunk, he doesn't realize to call them a douchebag. So he's going <laughs> to listen back to this, and he's going to hear me say that, and he's going to get so pissed at me. I heard you call me a douchebag. Yeah, but you don't care because you're drunk. You want to know how I can tell you're drunk? Because your left eye keeps winking unintentionally. <laughs> or is it? They're not conceited douchebags. <laughs> Am I winking with the wrong eye again? <laughs> His left eye gets real squinty when he drinks. Getting all Popeye-ish. Anywho. So, uh, Mrs. Schmaus comes over back to the house. And she is their housekeeper? Question mark. What in the fuck is up with this character? She's a housekeeper that yeah, doesn't do is... any laundry and won't go she into Annabelle's weirdo. room. I'm sorry. That has a lot of very strong opinions about Annabelle and how they parent her. Shut the fuck up yeah. and do your job. Wait a minute. Off the floor, shut your hole. You know? <laughs> Wait a minute. Seems... I, I I was stuck on wait a minute. Her job is is a housewife, take care of the house, and she has a maid. <laughs> I do believe that the Mrs. Schmaus is a Hold housekeeper. Up. I'm all of a sudden on the yeah, she, she does don't do the shit cleaning <laughs> and the ironing. She doesn't do laundry, but she presses, but she irons, but she irons, and she doesn't do me- personal mending. Is there impersonal mending? <laughs> because hold up, you don't do all these things. You're fired. Next. <laughs> I just don't understand. I don't understand it. And then for the next person that arrives is the carpet cleaner. They're like, it's Friday. And I'm like, do you get your carpet cleaned every Friday? 
The carpet guy was Arnold so, from Happy Days. Yeah. It's weird. This, and this whole when situation in, was like, is weird. Arnold. Yeah. So... It's we, weird because it's the 70s and he's like... Yeah, they're all, all these people are from the shows. We flash to <laughs> Ellen. Wait a minute. Yeah. Who takes the typing test. The boss Hog's the principal. And is like, yeah. sweet, I got boss this Hog covered. Boss Hog is the principal. That was weird. I know how to use a typewriter. <laughs> but it, she didn't because it was an electric typewriter and she doesn't she know how to turn it on. And her friend helps her. But then she can't use the electric typewriter and breaks it. Right, and no. then the teacher tells her to go use a different machine and she picks one that's out of order. And doesn't see the big fucking sign on the side because well, she's a fucking nincompoop. People nincompoop. can't read. People can't read. You didn't hear my story today. <laughs> Let me tell you about... We can't have time for tangents. But she was already sat down and the we, note was on the side. So she didn't see People it. can't read. People can't follow simple instructions. People I work with couldn't figure out how to make a flower out of construction paper today. I don't know. I see that. I thought there'd be a stop. You see that in movies and and stuff as jokes, but I don't think that ever actually happens. They always do that in jokes. I'm like, why would you have a fucking thing that shot off the side? I feel like it does come all the way off, though. Maybe it will come off. but You probably have to push a button or something or a release to get that off. Well, there's a little bit of... Because it's real simple to do that. You just have a little plastic piece of it, and it never comes off. Right. Hey, you realize... I understand they had brains no, in the no, 70s. No, no, I re- You realize that this movie is a comedy. Not, I'm not saying that you have to find it funny. But you do realize that this movie is supposed to be funny. This is supposed to be funny? So they put things in there like, like that. Like this as a joke. This is supposed to be funny. Because it's a visual joke. This was supposed to be funny. And then. Yes. Freaky Friday is a comedy. She turns it on, and all the machines go pop, 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 and start smoking. Because there's like eight things plugged into this yes. one side. And, and this one which is bad. Don't plug do situation. Yeah. All right, so it's a full circuit breaker. That's or, uh, just something I show my uh, students, uh, safe or not safe. This movie right here is why they made a church protector. Yes. Well. Do you ever want to plug 45 things into one outlet? Yeah, we're going to have to get some kind of apparatus before that. Honey, could you turn on the light? It's starting to get a little dark. Oh, dear. Oh. Well, <laughs> did you just break your chair? No, no I, I, I dropped a salad. The... <laughs> dropped his liquid licorice. Spilled his salad? There's lettuce everywhere. You're a liquor bug. So, a litter bug. And this kills the typing test and everybody gets out of the typing test, which mm-hmm. Annabelle's friends end up being pretty stoked about. The teacher does not know what she's going to do because all those machines yeah, are broken yet. Now, and this is 1976. Would fry, so Would that fry the machines? Or they the all top? were smoking. I don't know. We don't understand how so, this works. because Yeah, they all pop and burn, but it's like, why would it do so, that? So what I'm saying is, because so turning on this one machine caused an overload of energy yes. coming out of the wall. Yes. That doesn't make sense. It's no, a movie. It doesn't, but it's a movie. It's a joke. This is where electricity works certain ways. Look. Like, they didn't have... This is a movie. They had fuses. You (laughs) did a movie where a man was in a car accident, and because he was holding hands with his grandson, his grandson took got in his coma, and he got to become his grandson. That's just science. (laughs) But you have a problem with the dumb electrical joke in my movie. That's just science. Okay. Back at the house. So Lloyd shows up at the door to drop off her serviced car. That is some serious service. will bring you the car. Then the carpet cleaners arrive. Do you have a bruise right there? What is this here? What? what? Does this hurt? What are you doing? It's probably just dirt. Look, man, 
Looks like a hickey. That's blue or black? <laughs> Is it marker? It might be marker because I had marker on my face earlier. Elaine has a hickey. <laughs> yeah, I got it from Kaniki. <laughs> Mr. Schmaus is complaining about Mr. Annabelle. Is like a call and I'm like, if you won't clean her room and that's established, that's fine. And, but shut up about her. But then <laughs> Mary Kay shows up to so, pick up her hair dryer, which John Ellen Jabota borrowed. while shooting Grease could have went and saw this in the theater. Yep. <laughs> this was the movie that Sandy really wanted to see at the drive-in. Stranded at the drive-in. I would believe that, actually. Then <laughs> the drapery cleaners show How up she stranded the drive with her drapes still there. <laughs> to put them back the up. Reminds me. I don't know if you knew this, but the company that we used to work for when we met, mm -hmm. when my mom worked there, they used to thought, take people's the blinds to write that on the back of and the bring them back yeah. to the office and they would clean them and then they would bring back the blinds. <laughs> oh my God. That's horrific. And that was that was in the 90s. So That's like, horrific. Apparently, this I'll take your window treatments and clean them. Wow, it's not so Did you crazy. Drive <laughs> once upon a time in Hollywood with Michael Madsen's car. Yeah, nobody cares about that. Um, Tony does. Yeah, neither. And then I did not know that. I was like, and really? then to top everything off, holy shit, tub. There's a grocery delivery, which is really funny because that's coming back. Yeah. yeah, isn't yeah. that something? And it was in that it's like a circle vampire movie that John did. Yeah, he was a grocery yeah. deliverer. <laughs> My best friend's a vampire. And I remember saying that was a thing back then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as long as there's been old people with money, you know, there's people delivering <laughs> but, stuff for them. But that's coming back, and now you can get your groceries. They have a drive-through at all the. I read an article about how Uber driver and uh, Uber Eats people are getting mad. Uh, no, the customers, mm -hmm. you, people who haven't been tipping, no one's picking up their food mm -hmm. because they're known as non-tippers. Yeah, that sounds I fair. I mean, isn't that the whole thing <laughs> about Uber? The driver can rate you and then yeah. they can refuse you service because yeah. you're a shitty customer. And so they tried <laughs> complaining to Uber that no one was picking up their Uber Eats orders. Now, like, they're independent contractors. They don't have to say anything they don't want to. <laughs> so these people are ordering food and no one's picking it up and delivering it to their house because they don't tip. I was like, oh, I never... Hey, tip. I think that's wonderful. I do too. So friends, because you don't listen get to, to me. If you want to treat service don't people tip, like crap, um, no one's gonna bring you your food because then they're doing that job for nothing. Yeah. yeah. Because you want to know what? Because people who are performing a service for you don't like to be treated like shit. <laughs> that reminds me of nothing. That Tarantino thing. Steve Buscemi oh always overtips now. Oh, I know, because of the... You guys are watching the same three-part Tarantino thing. <laughs> we, yes, I even know that. I was in the room today. <laughs> but it's funny, because Mr. Pink doesn't tip. So now Waitress is expecting not to tip, and he's an over-tipper. I'm also an over-tipper, but just because I feel bad for pre people who get shit <laughs> on in the service industry. I never thought about that, and I was like, oh, yeah. I bet they think he doesn't tip, but it's a character. Do you want to hear about an asshole that? that I had to deal I would with think at work the other day? Would be an over -tipper, though. We he might seems as like well. that kind of guy. <laughs> But, yeah. This gentleman calls me over so because... So, friends, if you're serving Steve Buscemi, he's going to tip you. <laughs> so, a gentleman calls me over to betting because he wants to know he the price of this comforter, which he gets off the shelf, which is right under the sign that tells him the price, but he was hoping that it was in the wrong spot and that it would be one of the 50% off comforters that it's not anything like across the aisle. I mm -hmm. thought your store had the scanners. It does, but so I would just take it to a scanner. I love those scanners. <laughs> I love them too. I Some, use them all the time. The only Some problem I have is how fucking loud they are. Oh, I know. 
Somebody, like you walk over and man. it beeps so loud they heard on the other side of the fucking That's store. That's why I want to scan everything just to see. That's <laughs> why so he calls me over there. I like I when scan I scan it. something and it's a surprise sale. Yes. Like you walk over, it's like it says nine nine nine. You go, ooh, five dollars. So he was. Mad I'm getting two. No, he knew it wasn't on sale, but he just wanted to confirm. And then I and he's and he's it's a a guy who's probably thirty shopping with his mother. <laughs> and he go and no, I tell him I says no, this is this price. And he goes, oh, I just wanted to see if maybe it was one of these half off ones in the wrong place. It's clearly not. He knew it was, and his mom goes, you knew it wasn't. And mm-hmm. I said only the ones with these stickers are fifty percent off because they all have limited quantity stickers on it. And he goes, well, I'll just take one of these stickers off here and I'll put it on this one. I'll do it right in front of you. I don't care. He said that to you? Yes. Wow. So I said, I'm the manager, and I'll tell him not to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and I walked away. <laughs> wow. So pissed. Because people think they can do like shit. You want to kick motherfucker down a flight of stairs? Yeah. His mom goes. I was in the store, so I can grab by the ear. And his mom goes, you're being an asshole. <laughs> Good honor. Like, what is wrong with people? Lots of things. Like, this isn't on sale. Yeah, well, it's not, those are on sale over there. Well, I want this so, one. Why don't you get a price gun like Well, then know, wait a couple heaven, weeks like and it'll people. probably be on sale. I don't... <laughs> so See, back at the ranch. Joke. It doesn't make sense. I know. <laughs> because, like, if you can put whatever price you want on it and you scan it, it's not going to come right, out. Right. <laughs> so back at the ranch. You just shut up me. We've got Lloyd. we got the carpet cleaners. we got Schmouse complaining about Annabelle. we got Mary Kay looking for a hair dryer. we got the drapery guys in the grocery delivery, plus the dog. So Annabelle is kind of freaking out. Everybody wants paid, and she and doesn't Mr. know where money is. Mrs. <laughs> Schmaus accuses Annabelle of stealing schnapps, and that's the last straw. Schnapps. She Annabelle gets. fires her. Schnapps. Mm-hmm. Schnapps. And then Schnapps. kind of collapses into a corner. But then she's like, oh, shit, a lot of stuff needs done. <laughs> like a lot of stuff. So then like a lot of stuff. we like see Ellen stuff. fuck up marching band practice, which yeah. takes place, which is an emergency marching the xylophone. <laughs> it's really hard. John, tell us how hard it is to play a... Um, a marching band xylophone. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> it is. And first of all, you have to hold the xylophone and play it while you're walking. And you yeah. have got to know. And you cannot be but a millimeter off mm. on your xylophone. Or or I off. mean, John would know. You know, he plays the jazz yes. trumpet. That's what I heard. It's a complicated instrument. I'm, you know, I just cracked the top five for the area. So. Nice. I just I'm think it's weird that this is like... Word. She can't eat lunch with the weird... Song. dude Moving with the like tuna fish and jelly sandwich because of the emergency marching band practice they have during lunch. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a weirdness. All right. Then we see Bill at work going Bill. over the Aquacade note display with his boss, bragging about his daughter Annabelle and her ski club. And they're, they're her, his boss is like, I still think maybe we should have hired professionals. And he's like, no, no, they've been practicing for weeks. My daughter is the star. It's going to be fantastic. And when you see Jodie Foster um, water ski, it is the fakest thing I've ever <laughs> seen in my fucking life. And then... Like, I believed the Satan from Spawn was more believable <laughs> than Jodie Foster's fucking um, water We're ski. We're not even there yet. And then the phone because rings. it looked better. And it's Annabelle... Calling her dad, she means Bill, to tell him about all the things that have gone wrong with her day so far. Mm-hmm. And he says he's not surprised about Mrs. Schmouse. She's a heavy drinker. You sh- I thought you knew that. <laughs> and then he says that he'll take care of all of these things tomorrow, but he's at work and has things to do. Which, 
Then <laughs> Annabelle is bored because she now has, she's like, you know what? I'm bored. I don't have anything to do because I fired everyone and kicked them all out of my house. <laughs> and Bill is going to take care of it tomorrow. So she decides to see if Boris is home so she can make a pitch for herself. She says, while I'm gorgeous. Yeah, Boris wants to pitch something else, though. Hello. No, but she says, while I'm all gorgeous, I'll get him to listen to me about Anna, about Annabelle. She's being which, her own wingman. Yes, she is. <laughs> a wingwoman. So she calls over there and he answers the phone, which it's weird that he's not at school, but she's a kid, so she doesn't seem to notice this. Because his adenoids are acting up, so his mom said he could stay home. Apparently he gets to stay home because of his allergies a lot. This was before truancy was as big of a deal. (laughs) It was also before Benadryl. It also sounds like if you you missed a certain number It also sounds like he needs to get his tonsils removed. Yeah. His adenoids taken out. 1995. But um, he's home and she asks if she could borrow some kibble, K-I-B-B-L-E, for the dog. And And he's got... yeah, they do. It's made with real horse meat. We discussed it. It's dead. Yeah. Sorry, and he probably. says he has cat kibble, and she says that would work. Um, so he comes over, and he brings her a box of catty kibbles made with real horse meat. I bought kibble for the doggies today. Did you? Yes. Do they call it kibble now? No, I bought it with the venison in it. The <laughs> turkey. Wolf's the turkey tooth. and venison? That's what we buy. Because... They're wolves, and they want to eat like wolves. Well, if you They're get the really chicken wolves, and salmon, too. your whole house smells like bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because dogs and wolves have, like, ancestors, but they're not the same thing. No. Like us and chimpanzees? Mm-hmm. And uh, she notices that Boris has a cold well, and insists... That's a very interesting thing about how they... That he gets some chewable vitamin C. us as much as we domesticated them. Like, that makes sense. Yeah. That's why they're so nice. <laughs> But she insists he has some vitamin C, and then she asks him if he wants to hang around outside. And he says, yes. Like the species of dog shouldn't exist because we they, see, they need help. Yeah. Same with horses. We see Ellen at school finally seems to do something right. She's in history class, and she knows the answers to all the questions. But uh, mm-hmm. the, like other the other kids think she's a sucker. Uh, then we see Annabelle flirting with Boris, and it's kind of creepy because he seems into it. Of course he does. And Annabelle... He's 17. Uh, we're not sure how old he is. All right, let's say he's above the age of 15. Yeah, he wants to fuck that one, that mom. He's what they call a milk before that word was a thing. <laughs> is... Uh, yeah, because she's... Annabelle is in love with him, and she's 13. He can't... He's got to be, like, 16, 17 at the most. Yeah. He's, but he's already tried at the end, he seems it. to hang out with the third... Like, it seems to work out in Annabelle's favor at the end. So he can't... He's got to be, like, 16. But you give him the chance, he'd bang out that mom. He thinks Annie's mom has got it going on. <laughs> She's all that she wants, and he's waited so, for so long. She realizes... You see, you're just not the girl for me. She realizes that he's flirting with her mother, and she tries to make a case for... Annabelle, mm-hmm. and he's just not into it because apparently Annabelle threw something at him that sliced him open. That'll do it. Four years ago. Which is reminds me, this is why you need to know your neighbor's friends. Listen, if you ever cut yourself, you need to go to your neighbor's house and, to stay alive. Uh-huh. We've had the same neighbor for over a year, and John finally met her. 
I did. He accidentally made eye contact with her over a weed whacker. The new people next yeah. door. Mm-hmm. Her name is Jillian. She, I say new, and it's been over a year. She, so her she name is Jillian, and she lives with and her I had brother, on the other side of my Jason, car, so I walked around. Who we knew that wasn't. And she got we were up, we were referring to him as the roommate because we knew he was not husband or boyfriend. And I wasn't walking at her, but now I had to walk over to her. And we chatted for a few minutes, and Elena's very upset. Did you see how she tore she everything out of the flower beds that she, like, gets super overgrown? Elaine's been complaining about talking to the neighbor for two days now. But she comes in with a hickey. But she's got a hickey. From oh Kinnicky. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are hey, you finished? I should have told Jillian about the podcast. Uh, not this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I just talked shit about the flower beds. <laughs> I remember the, the old neighbors. I saw yeah. them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and the theme park you have behind you. The Filipinos. They were great because they bring over food. Yeah. Yes. The theme park we have behind us is great. It, but lately, every time it's nice out, he has a bonfire. And then we can't keep the windows open upstairs smoke. because the smoke. Yeah. But ever yeah. since yeah, he, he blew out his speakers, he at least he keeps Georgie the music up. <laughs> that was the coolest thing. I was like, oh, Lane's going to fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> but... Annabelle gets really frustrated because she's trying... And I told him about that and I haven't seen the Georgie since. Mm-hmm. I think he's being a good neighbor and keeping it so you can't see it, which is I bullshit because I want to see it. It's not Halloween anymore. Well, he had it out for Halloween. I told him that about... Elena had just seen the so movie. So he took and it, it really down. Cool. And then <laughs> he took it down. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? He, he finds out that it scares the neighbor and he moves holidays. the decoration. It's a Halloween decoration. He'll probably put it up next year. I'm a little upset that he took down the giant skeleton. Yeah, I'm sad about that, too. I was going to get him hats for, like, thank, uh, St. Patrick's Day, Thanksgiving. Did you tell him that? No. You know, do you need a goose? <laughs> yeah, you do need a goose. A goose? A goose? A porch goose. She knows what I'm talking about. What the fuck is a porch goose? So, don't look at me like... You guys are looking at me like I don't know what a fucking... Of course I don't know what a fucking porch a goose is. It's a Midwestern thing. It's <laughs> okay. Audra knows we past the goose yesterday on my parents' street. And you Audra said that goose is in a Redskins uniform. Yeah, but that was a lawn goose. ornament. Yes, it's a porch goose. <laughs> it's a little goose statue that you put on your porch. And then you dress him up for different occasions. Yeah. Some of them are in the yard. <laughs> Most of them are on the porch. Por- goose if it's in the yard, it's a yard goose. Oh, my God. What it's I just a do- goose. <laughs> it's better if you keep your goose on the porch because then his outfits are protected from the weather. I want to get a porch Rocky. <laughs> need a porch monier. I told you you could get a statue for the stump. I know there's something on the stump right now. I know it's like a piece of wood. It's your garden gnome, you nunskull. You didn't see it. Oh, you put my gnome up there? Yeah. I my didn't... gnome needs to go in the trash. Because I, I cleaned the, the flower beds today. That took a really long time. I noticed you mowed the lawn. And I did the flower beds. Which I said I was doing on Tuesday, but now I can't because you mowed the lawn. Darn it. Oh, that's just too bad. <laughs> Now, see, he's like, you wouldn't mow the lawn, but he didn't even give me a chance to mow the lawn. He didn't even give me a chance. No, no you could do instead. I might mow the lawn, but he won't even give me a chance. Y'all. Do you want to mow my lawn? No. No, no, no. Elaine, <laughs> you have a steep hill. No. Elaine is going to go do something with a flower bed on Tuesday. Because now you don't need to mow the lawn. You take all that time you had for the mowing of the lawn and do something with your fucking flower beds. I well, I'm going to take them out. I weeded it the other day. There's flowers coming up. I need to do it again. Well, there's nothing in this bed except for the tree, which I've tried to kill like six times. It has a there's a thing you mm-hmm. can shoot it in there. It's like a little shot. I'm not play. shooting my tree. You don't shoot it. It's like a needle. You just said you could shoot it. It's like a needle. You give it a you give it a hot shot, and it kills the tree. <laughs> so you, 
you reminded me of the creepy proctologist from um uh, from yes cannibal run cannibal run oh, thank god. you thank you my god come here anyways so um, Annabelle's flirting with Boris. Dun, dun, it's dun. creepy. She tries Cup to make a case for herself, but it's not working. She now gets really frustrated and throws a boomerang, and it breaks Mary Kay's window. It and does. then she tells it's Boris to run. I am in run! Then, which looks exactly like the late Boris tells Annabelle that it's not. You can't read your own fucking handwriting. Oh, that it's not her fault that Annabelle is the way she is. She's just a bad seed. And Annabelle gets real sad. Tell me, are you a bad fish too? Now we go to field hockey. It's the big game. It's like barely eight. Ellen is very a bit nervous. Eight. Let's be honest, that was really the 70s. Yeah. She does not play field hockey. No. <laughs> she sort of kind of remembers playing it back when she was in school. But Annabelle is uh, the star. Yes, but they make this so, woman out to be the big, the dumbest fucking person on the planet. Why? No. Where is the referee? That's my problem with this. There thing. is no referee. Where is the referee? Her ref- mother, yeah, first of all, right? has. I have photography class. Let me turn on the lights. Then she goes. But you to, wouldn't know that if you'd never taken a photography then class. Then she you goes to typewriting that. class and doesn't know how to this machine where I don't know how to do it. And now, oh, I'm gonna play field hockey. Which she goal is my? Hey, this is a girl I know. I'll go put the fucking ball in that goal. That's her friend. She knows her. Put the ball in the one you don't know. They make her an idiot. <laughs> I like how he's getting real mad about this. But I saw I know, I 18 again. <laughs> and you tell me one time that any of those characters did something that colossally stupid and I'll eat my hat. <laughs> so when George Burns... Went to track practice. Did he run the wrong way? No, he won the fucking race. <laughs> so he did field cause hockey. Some damage with the bocce ball. <laughs> there is no. Because he was too strong. <laughs> there doesn't seem to be a referee, but no. there is a big rivalry between the two teams, and the opposite. The other team's coach tells the girls to take Annabelle. Out. Annabelle apparently is the high scorer, so if they hurt Annabelle, and they totally freaking beat the shit out of her. Yeah, hit yeah. her with sticks and elbows, and one of them hits her in the mouth. Yeah, and she's like, "That's it, I quit." That did seem excessive. And then they called her yellow, uh, and she says, "Nobody calls me yellow." <laughs> she says, "Annabelle, yellow, sloppy, yes, yellow, never." So she gets in there sloppy. and she starts. Kicking some serious field hockey, but but she goes to score a goal in the wrong goal because she's colossally stupid. And the other team wins. This and the other very, team wins. Very important game. Apparently so. And the, and the, and the rival uh, coach is probably the worst is person ever is to be uh, teaching or molding young minds. Gertz, what's her name? Ruby Gertz. She's the one who yeah. hit people with the hat, right? Yeah, she was in all the old, old school roasts. Like, that was her deal, was she played, the character she was playing, was she would come over and just hit people. Mm-hmm. Like, she know. used to hit Dean Martin all the time. Yeah, I know. Ruth Buzzy. That's it. I know who she is. But you ever watch those celebrity roasts? They oh, couldn't do yeah. that shit now. I no, love those. I love those. those are Don awesome. Rickles is a fucking savage. Yeah. <laughs> Annabelle goes to pick up Ben from school after she stops at the grocery store and the liquor store because she comes home with booze. So she must have found her mom's wallet, even yes. though earlier she could not 
She must have found it now. She won't drop. She takes him to the park. (laughs) She takes him to the park and tells him he can eat whatever he wants out of any of the grocery bags, except for the booze. (laughs) And then she hangs out with him and they play baseball. They seem to have a good time together. And they talk a little bit about Ben and Annabelle's relationship. And she finds out that Ben loves her and thinks she's the coolest big sister ever. And he's even tried to be more like her. And one time he purposely left his room messy, but Mrs. Schmaus cleaned it up. (laughs) And he's sad because Annabelle hates him and he doesn't know how to make her like him. And this makes Annabelle think about her relationship with Ape Face and (laughs) consider it differently. That maybe she doesn't hate him and maybe... He isn't perfect. (laughs) Then, when they get home, Bill calls the house to tell Ellen that there's a huge problem. There's no buffet. (laughs) Somebody thought it was somebody, and somebody thought it was so-and-so, and nobody has cooked any food, so there is no food for the buffet at the Aquacade tonight. But she has three hours, and he's already told his boss about how she could whip up a gourmet spread in no time. And she's like, and what? I would tell him to suck the entire bag of dicks. I mean, is there not a restaurant where you can just order some food? Maybe. <laughs> I understand that there wasn't. I wasn't I, alive here. I don't know <laughs> whether you could. I mean, I could see her going and pop getting to some the sausage diner and cheese and, get a and few making pies. a with tray <laughs> and stuff like that. But um, like a gourmet feast could... or something? What? You, you contact all the McDonald's in the area. You get like a couple burgers or something. I don't know. But. It, this is not outside the realm of possibility. Catering was not the kind of thing that it was is today, though. Yeah. No, but you could still figure something out. You don't be like, oh, I'll, I'll have my wife cook a giant turkey. Like we, like in the fifties, uh, I don't think he said cook a turkey, and that was a he bad told choice. Her to get that <laughs> was a bad choice. That turkey takes all fucking day to cook. She had three hours. That turkey's not no. done. That and was a big turkey. You just double it, <laughs> and it was probably frozen. <laughs> I don't know. It looked thawed out. I don't know. All right, let's say how this did it get there? <laughs> let's say it's a completely thawed turkey, and then you just double it. Okay, well, now the outside is burnt or crisp and the inside raw. I mean, she yeah, doesn't know also, that because she she's 13. Yeah, she also didn't baste it or anything. Like, people in movies, they just put turkeys in ovens, turn it on, and leave for the week. And it's like, that's not... Can't mm-hmm. do that. So, but Ben helps her cook, and she puts a turkey in the oven. Now, if she had a fryer, um, then she could do a few turkeys. Mm-hmm. Ellen goes to they see... They didn't fry turkeys yet. They, no, they had discovered the technology. Yeah. Ellen they goes, fried chickens, but they didn't know yeah. and thought, can we make this bigger and put a turkey in there? Ellen goes to see Bill at work. She wants turkeys. to borrow some money. So bad for you, but mm-hmm. really delicious. She wants to borrow some money from her dad mm-hmm. so Daddy. that she can, because she's getting her braces off today, which she knows because she's Ellen, not Annabelle. And she wants to buy some new clothes and get her hair and her nails done to go with her new teeth. And Annabelle is not the type of kid that probably asks for money, so... Dad does not have a problem and is going to give her her credit, his credit card and write up a letter so that she can use it. But while Ellen is at the office, she notices that Bill has a brand new secretary Uh-oh. who Who's, is hot. What they call her a hot tamale. And Bill used to discuss his secretaries all the time and Ellen was unaware she's he had a new future. secretary. So now she's kind of to the secretary and tells the secretary all about her mom and how great she is. 
and how devoted her dad is to her mom and makes the secretary so uncomfortable that she puts her hair in a bun and puts on her winter coat. <laughs> and glasses. Eventually. And glasses. Um, I don't see how anything that Annabelle said to her would have made her do these things. Like, she did threaten her with a stick. But if a 13-year-old girl comes and threatens you with a stick, you're like, oh, you're so cute. And <laughs> fuck off. It's a movie. Oh. It's a terrible fucking movie. But Bill writes, John got kind of got a kick out while we were watching this of the letter that he yeah. wrote with his credit card so that she could use it. Yeah, I was like, okay. I'm like, is this a Maybe. thing? <laughs> I mean, it was the 70s. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, I guess you could put your phone number on it and they could call or confirm it, I guess. But back then... Try that shit now. Like, yes, I have my dad's credit yeah. card and I need <laughs> you to call him to verify the purchase. Like, yeah, whatever. No. Slice. Here. <laughs> no. So then uh, Annabelle gets a call. She's late for her meeting at school about Annabelle. Shit. Which she didn't know about. So then she calls Boris and asks him to babysit and make a dessert for the Aquacade. Hey, make a dessert. I and, made a he's, yeah. and he's into it. He's so no, sure. No, he's into her. Yeah. So he comes over. He wants to stuff her turkey. And he asks Annabelle, "Isn't she, isn't she going to drive?" And she says, "No, I'll take the bus." And runs out the door. We see Ellen get her get the braces off. She goes shopping, gets her nails done, her yeah, hair done, a facial. Would you like to discuss her hair? No. <laughs> you seemed like you wanted to talk about it earlier. It's terrible. <laughs> it looked better before. I agree. Her, I mean, you go get your hair done and they do this. I think they owe you money. They put all those <laughs> curlers in it and it just flipped up a little bit at the end. Yeah. What were they doing? But as she leaves the mall... You look at her and you're like, eh. Her friends pull up like, eh, and nice. kidnap her into a van. Yes. Like old school style. You tell me about yourself. Fucking kill you. <laughs> but they apparently have been looking all over for her. And they take her mound of packages when her dad finds out how much she spent at the mall. Let's be real. I mean, the, the reality, though, is that it's her mom that bought all this stuff. <laughs> and also, would he? I don't know. I don't know. Her mom has a lot of clothes, too. Apparently, they got some money. <laughs> Enough for the housewife to have a maid. Well, so they say they've been looking all over for her. They've got to get to the marina for the aquacade. And they well, pull her in the van. the word aquacade. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like regatta gala. It is. And then we go back to Annabelle. She's at the uh, pr- the parent-teacher-principal conference. And she's sitting it's crisscross applesauce on, on a couch, couch. In between these people. With the principal and with McGurk. Principal so the teacher all. that they were all talking about as if she's the worst, meanest teacher you know on the... Anymore? No, you can't say that. Not at all. That's that's offensive now. Yeah. Why? Because mm. you're not supposed to use the word Indian. They're Native Americans. What if they're from India and they still like that? Because they do. Then that's different. But that's not what you mean when you say. That's not what the phrase is referring to when you say that. It's so like saying something is Oriental. It's well, offensive. Orient is is a is a geographic location. So it's saying like saying uh, North American. You can't say someone gypped you anymore because it's a gypsy reference. You can't say gypsy anymore. Um, Tyson Fury says gypsy all the time, and he is one. Well, he can do that. Well, there are groups of people that can say things that other... There are groups of people that use words that maybe they say to each other 
or about themselves that other groups cannot say. No, if you're thinking... I want to call you honky. It, oh, is that why you do it? Yeah. I thought you just liked to. Well, I do. He calls me and Vic Honkies all the time. It's weird. Yeah. Um, but if your thing, like my, my fight name is the Gypsy King, you can't get mad if someone calls you a gypsy. Uh, I can get mad. Well, if it comes from a place of love. You have, them. But you can only refer to me as the Gypsy King. He is the Gypsy King. Yes, but if you just call him a random Gypsy, a that's not the same thing as being the Gypsy King. I don't think he'd be offended and I'd be afraid to offend oh, him. Oh, do man. you know him personally? No, then you cool. can't infer, then you don't know it would offend him or not. Well, if it came from a place of love, I think you're you'd be being a bit cunty. I was doing the. the you're the, being a bit cunty. What are we talking about? So, so Annabelle's at the parent-teacher <laughs> conference. I want to watch the gentleman now. That'll be the second time this week. <laughs> you say that like it's a bad thing because my cop. Annabelle learns. How does that feel, Tony? <laughs> I hope he I'm holds. I'm fine it, with it. Hope he holds it six months. Did you need your tango and cash back? You no, can you... recite it from memory. <laughs> <laughs> you gave it back and I have a digital copy. It's I know, fun. and I had a copy of it anyway. <laughs> so it really didn't like, need any tango and did cash you need, to be changed. Did you, you can just watch it now. Go ahead. That's so Annabelle. an amaze. Are you going to finish it? Men in a cage. Thank you. That was like shaving a haircut, man. You did it. <laughs> half of it, not the whole thing. <laughs> That's how you catch Roger Rabbit. That's true. Owen isn't family, is he? No. Maybe. Now I want to watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit. See? I wonder if that qualifies. This is an RV from... Uh, now I want to watch Tango nah, It's got to have made all the money. Um, Annabelle Who learns... Who Roger Rabbit made like every dollar there ever was. Yeah, that's probably rated high. Annabelle le learns that the teachers are worried about her. 46. Because she's so smart and was doing so well in school up to very recently. And they're concerned about her potential and... They want. They ask a bunch of questions about her home life, and she at one point refers to Bill as daddy, and then they seem concerned that perhaps her parents are swingers or perhaps getting a divorce, mm -hmm. and she gets very upset. Her parents are swingers or getting a divorce. I don't see how that, in between. If your parents are being swingers, I don't know how that affects you. I don't know, man. Would that affect you? I don't want to walk in on an orgy. I mean, in my I hope room. I wouldn't know. Well, <laughs> exactly. Like you would think that your parents, if they're swingers, would keep that shit to the side. You know. I would hope kids go to sleep before we invite the other couples over. I would hope like all parts of my parents' sex life is kept as secret as possible. <laughs> she's not wrong. Although that can backfire, and then you find out you have a sister when she's two. So there's such a thing as too secret. <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> How long were we married before the parents found out? I'm just saying. It was, it was a year. My dad's secret baby and our elopement are not the same thing. They kind of are. They're not the same thing at all. <laughs> they kinda but they're not. They kind of are. But they're not. They certainly are. They are definitely not. Mm. Audra, do you think the dad's secret baby and my dad's like, elopement know, are the same thing? I don't know. I one of them, you assholes. <laughs> I don't think those are the same. Men may be in the same range, but not the same thing. Same ballpark. Just same. There's secret, and then there's secret. Anywho, so, um, but Annabelle is again learning more about herself, about how her teachers think she's really smart and are worried about her and stuff like that. They're not just you know. Teachers wait their whole lifetime to teach you. They're not like Mrs. Like Schmaus, who's just being negative and thinking mm -hmm. the worst of her. They're generally concerned about her. Mm -hmm. 
which she had not yet considered, which <laughs> most teenagers don't. <laughs> so then she gets home. Teachers are real people with lives and feelings and thoughts no, <laughs> outside of the classroom and what they have to teach you. Get out of town. Fairy tales. And then um, she gets home <laughs> to find exploded moose and burnt turkey. Blackened turkey. Yep. Just, just try this. Oh, Lord. <laughs> That's not the good stuff. <laughs> That's the worst stuff. No, it's not the worst stuff. He's going to do it, though. He has to And do then it. he's going to make that face again, which no one gets to see but us. Because every time Tony opens a different kind of scotch, he wants me to try it, even though I've hated every single <laughs> look at, one. Look at his <laughs> eyebrow wrinkled. Like, Ooh. just... Better or worse? Worse. That, I think I could put in my car to get home if I was <laughs> That tastes like gasoline. This is the one I usually buy. What was it? But this is the good stuff. I feel like there was some it movie where... You can't always get this. John. So you get this. John, real talk. This is much better. John, what? what movie is it where... Mice of Men. They're in a car, and they need to give the car an extra boost, so... The older gentleman pulls out whiskey and puts it in the gas tank. Um, a boost? Yes. A bunch of movies. You're probably thinking of Back to the Future. Am I? Because there's a bunch of times they put alcohol in there. It always ends in the same way. Because alcohol is not gas. I do remember something like an old man with like a like a flask and he pours it in there. And, and then they and like speed off. Yeah. That was like it, as if it was, was nitrous it oxide or something. I don't know. And so then... Well, I think he was drinking, like, rocket fuel. <laughs> All right. So Bill calls. Bill calls? And tell... No, Dad. Oh, and he tells... I'm going to put in your... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, don't. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Now we're he's... never going to finish this. It's so close. How no. long have we been recording? Tell me how long we've been recording. There's no way to find out. It's like four yeah. hours. It's impossible. It's like the Snyder Cut. Look at it. We've been Elaine. here for almost two hours. Call the Elaine cut. Well, if you hurry the hell up. Stop talking. <laughs> Bill calls the house to tell her that she needs Who's to get down Bill? to husband. the <laughs> arena with the food. Daddy. I thought his, I thought his name Bill was Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> Don't call him that. It's creepy. Daddy. <laughs> Don't call him that. It's creepy. And um, she panics. No, Bill doesn't actually like it. He doesn't actually... He doesn't know. He <laughs> He's open his, to it. He thinks his wife is calling him daddy. Yeah. So it's okay. But in reality, we all know that's his daughter, and it makes me want to throw up. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, so she's like, all right. She hangs up the phone, and she says to Ben, we can do this. Let's pull ourselves together. And Ben's like, what's this Alicia? You got a yeah. mask in your pocket? Then we get to the, to the aquacade. Ellen is trying to back out of water skiing because she doesn't want to die. And she tells Fair him, enough. I've changed my mind. I can't do this. And he's like, you've got to. My job is on the line. Ooh, I've told really everybody about what a great water skier you are. Oh, wow. That's so much Then worse. we flash back to Annabelle and Ben. And she jumps in the car and she tries to get Boris to drive, but he won't. And she says, all right, well, then I'm going to have to do it. And Boris, and Much better. for a second, it looks like Boris is not going to help her, but then he gets in the car too, because he, of course he's going to help her. But I thought he was going to help her with the driving. Yeah. 
And but no, he just gets in. He just gets in, but then it seems like she doesn't know where the marina is, and I'm like, you're the water skier. <laughs> yeah, you know but exactly how to get to the place where you water ski. <laughs> maybe she doesn't pay attention when, but, when her daddy drives her. But she might not, because there was a lot of places I thought I knew how to get to until I started driving and then had to really figure it out. I had the same problem, but when I came, I was going from where I live for a while and then come back, and you're like, I know where that is. And you turn, and you're like, oh, fuck, I'm lost. <laughs> yeah. and every time I'm in New York, that shit happens. So, like, I know where I'm going. Fuck, where am I? <laughs> I mean, she takes the This bu- road should be right here. Where am I? Well, I'm sure a lot of people feel that way about Hampton Roads now. She takes the bus a lot. Really changed. So maybe she could get there yeah, from the Hampton bus Hampton Roads, you, if you're not lost, just stay where you are. Just don't fucking turn. You'll hit something you know. Yeah, that's true. Because everything's a goddamn circle. But, Annabelle, baby boys... Or you went to Richmond. Annabelle makes Ben go grab the turkey, and he's like, you're going to serve it? And she's like, yeah. It's fried, it's smoked turkey. We don't have a choice. (laughs) And then um, she tries for a minute to tell Boris that she's Annabelle. But he's just not understanding it. But they take off for the marina altogether. So then Bill Bill tricks Ellen into getting on the water skis. They're again arguing. She's like, I'm not going to do it. And he's like, you got to get in the skis. He puts her in the skis. And she's like, no, no, no. And he's like, fine, hold this. He hands her the line. And then he signals to the boat, takes off Ellen's water skiing. Terribly. And it never occurs to her to let go. To let go. I will say. You're in the water. For someone who's completely <laughs> I assume terrified. she can swim. And who has likely never done this before. She wasn't that bad. <laughs> the stuntman well, who did this on. was fantastic. <laughs> so again, they make this woman, and a uh, mother here, whatever, a nincompoop. Lots of people don't think It of, doesn't occur to you to let go. Lots of people don't think of simple things like that when they're panicking. You think of, let me jump on this hand glider. This <laughs> Some people much just freeze. Better. And so if now, she just froze... Yeah. <laughs> okay. And if she's not a good water skier, she would have fell over a grade. So now... Have you ever water she skied? She's better than I thought. No. But I would I have. You have to right try to stay water. up there. You can try to step and you fall over. <laughs> and she's doing ramps and shit. So now... All of the professional water skiers are upset because she tries... They're saying water skiing is easy. Anybody can do it. Actually, Annabelle is not on. She's not on water skis very long. So all the professional. Water Annabelle skiers. is driving. Go with me on this. Okay, okay. Annabelle is driving like someone a, gets paid to water ski. They're professionals. I okay. need you guys to not talk so I can get through this. Sorry, go ahead. It's the longest sequence ever. <laughs> Annabelle is driving like a crazy person. The cops see her cut somebody off, and which spills a bunch of cop cars off one of those car carrier things, and then there is a car chase. And then the car chase goes on for quite a long time. And then, meanwhile, Mom is water skiing as Annabelle. And the car jumps a dirt ramp just as Ellen does a water ski jump. And they both say, I wish I had my own body back at the same time. And they switch back. However, this time they're in their own bodies, but they appear, but they seem to have switched places. Mm-hmm. Ben and Boris say, Annabelle, how did you do that? And she says, I don't know, but they're very accepting of the fact that mom just turned into Annabelle. And miracle of miracles, now instead of Annabelle on water skis, is Ellen in a black dress doing some crazy ass shit. Now, the developers seem to really enjoy Ellen's water skiing. 
However, bo- Bill's boss does not seem to like it, but the developer does, so I guess it's fine. Now, there are a very long sequence of crazy Annabelle driving mm-hmm. and crazy Ellen water skiing. Yes. Car chase down some steps, skis through a ring of fire, construction goes through some construction cones, one lands on her head, on Annabelle's head. The car ends up on a sidewalk, the boat driver falls out of the boat, and now we got runaway boat water skier, water skis up onto the land, over a buried dad, through a pool, and then back into the water. The car chase gets Blues Brothers levels of ridiculous when it goes through a bunch of aqueducts, Mm -hmm. including one where it goes through a tunnel and a cop car gets bent like a teepee, (laughs) and another where a car gets split in two when they hit the middle of a concrete wall. But the glass doesn't break. And Tony goes, is this where they shot T2? (laughs) (laughs) Ellen gets... Much better movie. (laughs) Ellen goes from skis to a hang glider. Yeah. And then the kite gets detached from the line that was connecting it to the boat. Just as the car gets to the marina, they drive out on a pier. The boat that was unattended takes the pylons out of the pier. The car falls in the water. The kite lands in the water. Ellen and Annabelle see each other. They're so happy the other one's alive. They hug. They have a new appreciation for each other. Um, They have learned some things about themselves and each other. (laughs) So the Aquacade seems to be a big success. Although Bill is very confused about how Ellen got on water skis, as are we all. Mm -hmm. Because it's never explained how they mentally switched bodies and then how they actually switched places. (laughs) But then one of the... When Ellen ended up on the kite, her water skis fell off. It fell through the... It slewed through the water and hit the side of the pontoon that the developers are on. And the big end of the night is when their pontoon boat sinks and they all upend in the water. And they all luckily, think it's hilarious. Luckily, they do all think now it's they're hilarious. all wet and they need to go home so nobody tastes any food. <laughs> yes. True. But, it did work out. So back at the house, everyone dries off and gets dressed. <laughs> Boris and Annabelle make plans to go get a pizza and then Annabelle lets Ben come with them because she likes her little ape-faced brother. <laughs> they go down stairs. Annabelle tells her mom that Boris and her are going to go to the beach tomorrow and ask her mom to drive her. And her dad seems a little jealous that Annabelle would ask her mom instead of him. But it's fine. Well, Annabelle's mom doesn't have a car right now. It's in the water. She's wanted by the police. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also interested in... How Bor- how Annabelle's crazy driving skills made Boris fall in love with her? Because now he goes from not wanting to even be in the same room as her to going out for pizza and to the beach. Two dates in a row. But the movie ends with a sequel set up as Ben and the dad start talking about how much easier each other's life is. Because the dad is about to start working on something with a motorcycle, and the son is going has to go ice skating, and they both would rather do the yeah, ice thing. And the moms and the mom and the daughter go no when they're about to and say it. The end, which they also did in the new one yep. with the grandpa, yeah, and the and the son. John, you can go first. Why don't you just get it out of the way? I didn't like it. 
<laughs> we know. <laughs> mm-hmm. My favorite character. Mm-hmm. Ben. Okay. All right. Ape face. Ape face. My least favorite character is the dad because mm-hmm. you piece of shit. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's sleeping with the secretary. I don't think so either. No one does. Mm-hmm. He does say that she's having some issues with her husband being out of work and not getting along with her mother-in-law. And um, Ellen does feel bad about how rude she was to her as she's leaving. My favorite um, scene mm-hmm. is, um, you know, that good one there with the um, washing machine. No. No, he hated that. <laughs> Typewriter? Nope, he hated no. that. <laughs> the opening song? Yeah. I'd like to be you for a day. Little hockey game? Nope. Hated that, hated that No, I hated that. I'm, I'm now just naming things I know you hated. <laughs> See, now you just fuck with me. Oh, I'm trying to think of a scene I liked. Oh, can't come up with one. We'll get Playing ahead. the boomerang with Boris? Nope, we're going to go ahead and give that one a, a pass. Uh, my favorite tertiary object is the little... Um, then you go with the end credits. <laughs> the end That's credits. That's the standard I didn't like any scenes choice. The end credits is my favorite scene. Um, I, the little headset that wasn't quite a boom box but was like a little like it looked like a cell phone that you yeah. hold over your head and she's dancing the little green cell the music box thing radio radio yeah <laughs> because i was like oh, that's a thing <laughs> i never had one and my favorite line is max you hamburger <laughs> because jody foster was insulting the dog and mm-hmm. i'm like and hamburgers what you what we go with yeah. hamburger all right, moving right along. Tony. I had a really hard time finding a line, too. <sighs> We're going to get uh, Nay this movie. I already wrote that yeah, down. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> um, let's see. Favorite character. I didn't really have a favorite character. Okay. <laughs> My least favorite character was Mrs. Schmaus mm-hmm. and Boris the Creep. <laughs> My favorite line was Caddy Kibbles, now with horse meat. My favorite scene was probably, it was the film developing class scene, but I think it's moved to the entire third act because it's insane. (laughs) Uh, My favorite tertiary object was when the turkey burns up real bad. Um, I forget Annabelle's mom's name. What is it? Ellen. Ellen tells Boris to go open the windows and they have those cranks on the windows (laughs) that you have to use to crank them. Um... I didn't like this movie, <laughs> so I will nay it. No. Tony never nays movies. Usually he tries he to does. find some kind of redeeming characteristic of that movie. I remember when he made his own movie. That was interesting. Guys name my movies all the time. I don't care. All right. My favorite character is Annabelle. Because mm-hmm. despite the fact that she's sloppy and kind of bratty. <laughs> well, she's a teener. She's a 13-year-old yeah. who apparently is very talented. <laughs> She's like super smart and I was like, damn, and she's in the marching band. She's does she's photography. The lead on the field hockey team. She does typing. photography. She's a typer. She's a, she's a champion water skier. She's I was busy. like, that girl is busy. She's like Jesse's mom. Also, her mom is yeah. like, remember to go to the orthodontist. Like, she gets herself everywhere that she needs to go to run errands At and does she, all this that shit. Is true. Yeah. <laughs> she is an impressive young lady. <laughs> be, you wouldn't be surprised to know that later and after she graduates, she becomes an FBI agent and finds Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> and she does this all without any instruction. Like, 
It's not like people are drawing her maps or doing all the shit. She, she just did change does her all name, of that. She came Clary. So I'm, she's Hello, an impressive Clary. young woman, just as a character. Yep. <laughs> my least favorite character, I went with Mrs. Schmouse. That woman got on my nerves. Yeah, she's time. annoying shit. Um, my favorite scene was the opening credits. I really like the little song and dance silliness. I want to be you or I want to be if you want to be you my lover, like, you got to be with my friends or whatever. Zig zig Yes, that's it. Um, and my favorite tertiary object was the water skiing team that was doing like oh they kept getting fucked over yeah the craziest water ski stuff that stunts insanity she water skis by and takes the torch from them and lights the fireworks if that scene hadn't been so drawn out and long then it would have been my favorite scene but it was just too much it was like how I feel about Saturday Night Live I'm like I think it's funny for the first few minutes but they take all the skits way too far for me (laughs) so that's why it's not my favorite scene um my favorite line elaine did it it's when they first switch back and he's like where did mom go and she says don't ask me and how did you do that don't ask me can you do it again and she says i hope not because she does not want to be your mom anymore and i'm gonna maybe it it was not for me but most comedies aren't really for me but this is a Disney movie for kids. And I can see kids thinking that it's funny. Especially back in the 70s. But even now, that end so scene with the crazy chase and the car splitting in half and the all the thing. weirdness. Mm-hmm. I can see kids really liking that. Well, bottom so. jeans. I'm going to maybe. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, I do have a question for each of you before I get to mine. Did you enjoy this movie more or less than the 2003 version less. with Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis? Still less. Less. I like the newer one better. But I hadn't I have no nostalgia for this one, so that makes a difference. Well, I had not seen either of them until approximately two weeks ago. <laughs> My favorite character is Annabelle. I think she's great. And I'm a little sad at the end that she keeps her hair like that. Uh, my least favorite character is Bill, just because he's a very stereotypical chauvinist seventies man and that just Male not into that. Pig. Also, he should have told his wife about his hot secretary. Mm. I don't think he has any th- has the hots for his hot secretary, but he should have told his wife. It's just not okay. At least by our Joni Mitchell scene. My favorite <laughs> scene. Uh, let me tell your wife that you talk to a woman, they get mad about it and bring it up every five minutes for two days straight. Dang. My favorite scene is everything when everything goes crazy at the house. So, mm-hmm. like, she thinks she's, she's just going to sit around and do nothing like she annabelle legit has a ton of stuff that she does all day and she thinks her mom does nothing so she thinks that she could just watch tv and eat potato chips all day and then all of a sudden fifty thousand things happen at once now granted this is probably not an average day for mrs andrews even though that did seem like an average day for annabelle (laughs) so but i just i love all that chaos and how she just gives up and sits on the floor with the dog (laughs) that makes me laugh uh, my favorite tertiary object is the velvet jumpsuit. Oh, yeah. That was, <laughs> that a, was look. a look. <laughs> it was a look. Um, I'm going to yay this movie because I quite enjoy it. And I like it better than the 2003 version because I like that this is charming. And I like that it's... Did you see this as a kid? I did see this as a kid. I've seen uh-huh. this a lot, actually. Well, that explains it. I have nostalgia for it. For I like that it's charming. But... I like more simplistic plots. I just, it's silly. Mm-hmm. And I like that it's silly. Like Big Trouble. But silly. I've noticed lately, especially with all the TV John watches, like, I don't want to watch people fucking. <laughs> I don't, 
unless I'm watching a romance movie, I don't want to hear about your love life. I don't want to hear you fucking. I don't want to hear it. I'm finding movies made in this time frame really, really crass. The stuff with the in the 2003 Freaky Friday, all the stuff about I'm not kissing your fiance. Like, I found that over-exaggerated and really it's I found off-putting. it perfect, right where it needs to be. <laughs> I find it off-putting. So I like this movie because it's charming. And I like more simplistic plots. But I understand that you guys don't like it. And that's fine because you don't have to like my movies. Although generally when I don't like John's movie, I still try to find positive things to say. And I don't appreciate how much of a douchebag you're being about this. It's okay to not like a movie. I will say, I did find I myself like really appreciating like her movie. the way they did the 2003 one because they really did hit on a the lot notes, of yeah. elements that were from this movie and I was like that was a pretty good remake <laughs> I mean it is and they took the key elements but then they changed it and they did make it modern sometimes yeah. when they do a remake it's just the same movie and you're like well what was the point of that or they changed so much that you're like why did you call it this but they really tried well, very hard to stay true like to point this. break <laughs> So, anyways. Is it a new point break? Anyways. It, it's nothing like you. It's fucking terrible. But that's that. Eyes. So, Audra, weigh in. We want to know about your Freaky Friday thoughts. Uh, ben, apparently, or no, it was Vic. 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 He, Vic. he actually told me he was kidding. He said he watched it when he was little. He didn't really remember. He was just fucking with it. That's when he said he hated it. He said he honestly didn't remember it. But he's going to listen to Donald with that on <laughs> A little cartoon. This is my favorite scene. Anyways, please find us on facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast or email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. Go back and listen to lots of our other episodes. It is crazy that they sang that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that doesn't happen unless the person happens to be a, like, if you have well, Lady yeah. Gaga in a movie or something. You know, if you wanted to be an actor. No. Well, well you, if you wanted right, to be an actor or an actress, you used to have to be able to sing <laughs> yeah. and dance Maybe and act. Sang it. <laughs> Truth. Mm-hmm. You had to be multi-talented. You couldn't just be a pretty face. That was a bad example. <laughs> All right, and tune in next week on the podcast. For John's pick. I picked a movie that I know Elaine likes because she's asked me to do this movie. Uh-oh. Oh, it's on Schwarzenegger and uh, Vanessa Williams. Both in Racer. 96, I think it was. 97, 99. It was in the 90s. I think it was 96. Hold on. But yeah. There's an easy way to find out. Yeah, yes. there's just no way to find out. It's it's, it's like how they get um, two uh, minutes. Uh, 96, I was right. <laughs> like how to search two minutes in one. We can't figure this shit out. It's beyond comprehension. <laughs> kind of lonely every time it rains. Oh, poor lady. <laughs> <laughs> you hear the, listen to the words of some of these songs. Like, you're like, oh my god. It's like, very sad. <laughs> <laughs>